evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Wednesday, September 27th, 2023 Zoning Committee meeting. Um, Agnes, can you call, take the roll, please? Alec here. Here. Cushane. Siniak Costello. Here. McAuliffe. Lopez. Here. Zikorowski. Here. Labrie. Here. Okay. okay. In addition, we have Scott from IT. Have Agnes uh, from the City Council. Uh, Lee from Planning, and let me see. Councilor Derek Dobez, and we also have Frank Flan. And let's see. Boom. We have Matthews. Uh, um. Boys and Girls Club. Okay, all right, from Boys and Girls Club. All right, um, in compliance with the open meeting law, is anyone either audio or videotaping tonight's meeting? If so, please state your name, address, and reasons for doing so. All right? Like there's anybody here in the audience doing it? Okay, anybody on Zoom? All right. Okay, uh, we also have some um, housekeeping procedures. Please, if we could follow these, this will help everyone. Um, so. If you have uh, a cell phone, uh, please put it on silent or mute it, please, so we don't have any disturbance or we get any extra uh, nonsense going on. All right. Uh, when speaking, you will be limited to three minutes. And please address the chair, and we are going to adhere to that. If you go over three minutes, um, unfortunately, it looks like we got a big crowd tonight. We that, That's all we're going to give you for time. Okay. All right. Um, I think with further ado, I think we're ready to start. Okay, Councillor. Thank you. I'd like to make a motion to take item number five out of order, please. Okay. Uh, motion to take item number five out of order. All right. I will second that. Okay. Do we need to take a roll call yes, on that, do. please? Yes, okay. you do. Yes, All right, Agnes, if you could take the... Uh... Bella Care? Yes. Penia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zigarowski, yes. Labrie. Yes. Okay. All right. And the motion passes. Okay. All right. Let me just get to item number five. Okay. Item number five. So change from residential A to business A for plus or minus 18,730 square feet, parcel number 0690-00048, and plus or minus 24,237 square feet, parcel 0690-00044D, located at 523 James Street, and Zero James Street, parcel ID 0690-00048 plus 0690-0044D for the purpose of creating one contiguous zoning district by extending the existing business A zoning district to the entirety of both parcels to allow for the future construction of a drive-through coffee shop. Applicant is EDM Property Group, LLC, CEO Daniel Hanush, 
166 South Boulevard, West Springfield, Mass, 01089. Okay. I got a couple of things here to read first. So let me read this, what I have in the file. Okay. Um, I have a planning board recommendation zone change. 523 James Street, assessor map 690, parcels 44D and 48. File 23-3003. Chicopee Planning Board held public hearings on Thursday, August 3rd, 2023. Purpose of the hearing was to consider a zone change from residential A to business A for 18,000 730 plus or minus square feet on parcel 690-48 and 24,237 plus or minus square feet on parcel 690-44D for the purpose of providing consistent zoning across the entire property for further construction of a drive-through coffee shop. The applicant is DDM Property Group, LLC, CEO Daniel Hanush, applicant address is 166 South Boulevard, West Springfield, Mass, 01089. And again, uh, this was a planning board recommendation, and this was a split vote. There were two that voted for a favorable recommendation, and there were two that were voting for a negative recommendation. All right, and let's see what else we have in the file. All right, we have um, another document here. This is um, from Arlovec Associates, dated September 18th, 2023. Just to Mr. Franklin Flam, Council President, City of Chicopee City Council, 274 Front Street, Chicopee, Mass, 01013. Request to withdraw, proposed zone change. 523 James Street and 0 James Street, Chickpea, Massachusetts. 01020, parcel ID 0690-00048 and 069-0044D. RLA project file number 221106. Dear President Laflamme and City Councilors, on behalf of the applicant, DDM Property Group, LLC, CEO Daniel Hanush, Arlevec Associates, Inc. is submitting this request to withdraw the zoning map amendment request for the above reference site in Chickpea, Massachusetts. We are respectfully requesting to withdraw the aforementioned permit without prejudice. Did you have any questions or comments regarding this matter? Please do not hesitate to contact our office for convenience. Sincerely, Arlevec Associates, Inc. Uh, Alexander, excuse me, Cicetti, permitting project manager. All right, so this was received September 18th uh, by the city council of this year. All right. Um, <clears throat> I will try, I will try, okay. Maybe I just need to get a little bit closer to the microphone. All right, so I just read the request to withdraw. All right, um, let's see. 
only other document I have in here is uh, just a petition. Uh, I've been advised by council. I don't have to read this petition. Uh, this is a petition regarding the aforementioned property that I just mentioned. And um, basically it's uh, signatures from um, a number of the abutters. And this is uh, basically that they're opposed to the zone change and development of the site. Uh, so that's in the file as well. Okay. That's because I get the big file. All right. All right. Here you go. Here you go. You can take a look at that. All right. Sure. Sure. All right. All right. Um, one of the one of the counselors has taken a look at that, and um, it looks like there's another document that one of the neighbors gave to me just before the start of the meeting. And it looks like, well, I don't have a number here, but I have, let's see, one, two, three, uh, it looks like there's at least a half a dozen or so um, letters here, excuse me, not letters, um, pages, beg your pardon, thank you. I'm just kind of looking through this. Number of pages that are here in which the neighbors uh, have signed um, in opposition to um, to this proposed uh, project that we have. All right, so yes, go ahead, Councilor. I just want to say something on the letter to withdraw. I just want to make it known that uh, on this same parcel, uh, they asked for a withdrawal on a zone change that they uh, applied for. Uh, received on November 16, 2021, and they sent in a letter to withdraw on Friday, January 14, 2022. So this would be the second uh, letter we get for uh, a request to withdraw. Just okay. to put that out there. All right. Okay. Thank you, Councilor. Go ahead, Councilor Mary Beth. Yes. Um, there's different petitions here. Uh, one, it looks like, I believe, is an abutter petition. Okay. I don't know if Attorney Riley uh, is familiar with that, but if through the chair, if I can ask Attorney Riley in regards to the abutter petition. Um, Attorney Riley, did you review the petition that was presented yesterday as an abutter's petition? I'm not familiar. As part of my role, I don't review abutter's petitions. Are you talking about the petition that? Protest petition. Yeah, I I don't yeah I don't review those counselor as part of my job so that wouldn't I don't review the file before they come here before they come to the committee. I I can't answer that counselor. All right. Um, Agnes, is there a reason why this was received yesterday and we were not was, given? This? It's in your mailbox downstairs. So we weren't given email copies we were there were mailbox items but right. it would have in the future it would be great to get this in an email because if this was given yesterday afternoon at 351 unless we were here today we would never have seen it correct right that, um, and, that, and that is my first time that i'm seeing it just looking through the file so i i understand this is long but i i do believe that this should probably be read to the record especially since none of us had seen this prior to 
I'm happy to read it if you want me to read fast. I have no problem doing that. Um, if Okay, Counselor, if you want, you could go ahead and read it. Thank All you. right, go ahead. So this was received September 26th at 3.51 p.m. Uh, to the City Council. It was dated August 17, 2023. It's a protest peti petition, which consists of these attached four pages. We, the undersigned abutters of property located at parcels 690-48 and 690-44D James Street are utilizing chapter 275 I-4 or 14. Can't read it because there's a stamp over it. Adoption of amendment of the zoning ordinance D. No zoning ordinance shall be adopted or changed except by a two thirds vote of all members of the city council of their if there is filed with the clerk prior to final action by the city council, a written protest against such change stating the reasons for such protest, duly signed by owners of 20% or more of the area of land proposed to be included in such change or the area of land immediately adjacent extending 300 feet therefrom, no such change of any ordinance shall be adopted except by three-fourths vote of all members. We, the undersigned abutters, are against the proposed application for a zone change from residential A to business B for 18,730 plus or minus square feet on parcel 690-48 and 24,237 plus or minus square feet on parcel 690-44D, assessor parcel ID on James Street, for the purpose of providing consistent zoning across the entire property for future construction of a drive through coffee shop. Location 523 James Street, applicant DDM Property Group LLC, CEO Daniel Hanoush, property owner Westover Shops LLC, CEO Roy Fonte. We are opposed to the cha zone change and development of the site identified above as detrimental with severe impact and ongoing lifetime deterioration to the quality of our lives and to our homes as our sanctuary, our health. Seven days a week impact from the gas fumes from cars and trucks brought into our neighborhood, up against our properties, into our yards, and into our homes, from the continual idling and moving and stopping along the Starbucks drive through as well as from its parking lot. Also an ongoing impact of noise from drivers, cars, engines, horns, intercom ordering, loud noises and voices, including shouting and arguments along the drive through and from the parking lot. With an ongoing flow of customers from early morning until evening, the surface area of the building plus drive through and parking areas blacktop contribute to increased surface capturing and increased heat flowing into the backyards and homes of abutters, particularly during the hot summer months. As exemplified on July 29, 2023, oppressive heat and humidity. Abutters are of varying ages, health risks, etc. Peace of mind, sleep, enjoyment of a quality of life that each abutter has worked for and put into place for the rest of their lives is vital and entitled. Public safety presents a greater risk. Seven days a week, drivers will continue to contribute to the increasingly problematic speeding and reckless driving as they inappropriately use our James Street neighborhood as a cut through to get to and exit from the proposed Starbucks. Such increased dangerous volume and intensity along with along our residential prospect street undercuts the entire residential nature of the abutters neighborhood. The seven days a week of increased volume and intensity and encroachment of traffic on both sides of the abutters residential properties and through their residential neighborhood is an absolute certainty. Starbucks sole objective for a profitable business is a drive through capture from some 30,000 drive by trips, bringing them into our lives, homes, backyards, and along our residential prospect street. The existing congestion and volume of traffic on James Street will intensify and become even more chaotic with greater incidents of accidents from another high volume business with a drive through backing up onto James Street where cars are already traveling at varying speeds, stopping and turning along this short section of James Street from different directions off Memorial Drive to enter and exit CVS, Price Right, and now a proposed Starbucks. Public safety is at risk, imminently intensified and putting our neighborhood at greater jeopardy. Property valuations. 
After making lifetime investments and lifelong commitments into their homes and properties, the abutters have continued to reside in their residential neighborhood along their residential Prospect Street, as promises were made that it would remain residential. Inevitable and detrimental depreciation of home property values from the proposed high volume commercial enterprise affects and impacts abutters as described above are quite simply arbitrary. Abutters lose all control of their health, their lives, their rightful peace and quiet, their peaceful and private backyards, their property values, their lifelong dreams, their investments and commitments, and their voice and trust in the city of Chicopee. All control for the abutters will be lost. The site's shape, size, and location for the above provides for a tight fit for the proposed Starbucks. Starbucks' concentrated com commercialization attempt to capture some 30,000 drive-by trips increases ongoing parking, drive-through traffic, and entering and exiting this already intensely chaotic short James Street section and produces an increased risk, damage, and impact that is harmful to the abutters and the entire area. All of this aggravated intense speeding, congestion, chaos, and dangerousness extends west, plaguing residents along James and Prospect Streets into already too dangerous and problematic intersections. Our neighborhood. The character of our neighborhood is integral to who we are. Fairview is a diverse community that is walkable and social. Families seek out Fairview homes for its sense of community, location, and for its safe and residential nature. The allowance of a business jammed into the backyards of an entire street would be hugely destructive and damaging to the nature of our community. Repetitive and excessive stone change proposals. This is not the first time the owner has sought to rezone this property. Numerous attempts to force the passing of the zone change despite continual city votes against it keep occurring. Nothing has changed since the last three instances, resulting in the maintenance of the residential zone. To be allowed to continue this quest for financial wealth at the expense of the abutters is becoming wearing. Homeowners in the abutting neighborhood have expressed their dissatisfaction and frustration with an ongoing battle to maintain the residential nature and safety of the neighborhood they sought when they purchased their homes. Please accept and certify these abutters does a butters protest duly signed by owners of 20% or more of the area of land proposed to be included in such change or the area of the land immediately adjacent extending 300 feet therefrom, no such change of any ordinance shall be adopted except by three-fourths vote of all members. This has been signed and addressed and dated by 28 members of the community. Thank you. Uh, if I may, um, that, that, is, that is a protest um petition for basically a butters only and what i believe can happen here is that we can increase the amount of votes needed by the city council through the chair to attorney riley in regards for passage from say nine votes to ten votes this is the protest petition signed by the abutters there's another petition that's a generalized petition but this this petition that's done by these residents especially in regards to diane martin is extremely important because now does the amount of votes required to pass go from nine to ten if you know about the protest petition i mean there's it's, it's Yes, not that one. He has it yeah. I'm, I'm not really sure what you're asking me, Councillor. Okay, I'm asking, do we need nine votes to pass the, based on this petition, nine votes to pass it, or ten? I'm not sure the petition has any, uh, doesn't have any impact on what the ordinance and the state law says. Okay. I don't know. 
Hold on, hold on from you. Petition is different than uh, we have to go by state law and city ordinance. Protest petition. Um, through the chair to attorney Riley, um, section 275.14, adoption of amendment of the zoning ordinance, D. Okay, is I'm, this MGL or is this city ordinance? That's a city ordinance. Do we have access to that? What was it again? Section 275, section 14, adoption of amendment of the zoning ordinance, D. Oh, city, city ordinance, zoning. Let's see what it says. Okay, what's your question, Counselor? So the question is, actually, can you read it from the ordinance, please? Want me to read the whole ordinance? That, that specific section, 275-14, adoption of amendment of the zoning ordinance. There's five sections. Okay, is there a section that says, no zoning ordinance shall be adopted or changed except by a two-thirds vote of all members of the city council if there is filed with the clerk prior to final action by the city council, a written protest against such change stating the reasons for such protests duly signed by owners of 20% or more of the area of land proposed to be included in such change or the area of land immediately adjacent, extending 300 feet therefrom, no such change of any ordinance shall be adopted except by three-fourths vote from all members. I, I'm gonna have to review this. I can't just give you an answer. I have to read the whole is thing. There, is there is that in there? It looks like that's section D, yes. but I can't, is, without is looking at the whole context D? of the law, I can't tell you. You're taking a section out of context, so I have to read the whole thing. You're, you're, you're quoting one of five sections. Okay. So you might, it might be dependent on other sections. So I'd have to read it okay. and understand it. That's not something I can do. And I can take a look at it. I'm happy to do my best. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. All right. There's a couple other things I want to bring up too. Um, Is, is the applicant here, um, DMD Property Group, by chance? Is anybody here in the audience representing the applicant, by chance? Is anybody representing DDM, the applicant, Property Group, LLC, CF Daniel Hanush, uh, 166 South Boulevard, West Springfield, Mass? Is anybody here in the audience? No? Okay. Is there anybody on Zoom? representing the applicant okay i know they i know that they sent a letter in as i read to withdraw but i didn't know if someone was here okay um all right what i'd like to do also is before we consider public input we also have uh our director of planning and we also have our attorney here so um lee can i pick your brain a little bit on this or put any light on this, please. And you'd like me to focus on? Well, it, it looks like it looks like we have a quagmire here. In that, um, well, we had the planning board recommendation, which is needed, of course, if we're going to have a zone change or part of it, and also what we do is part of it. So, uh, but we've had a. Uh, a letter and a, to withdraw, request to withdraw. And just curious um, if we've had a similar situation whereby we've had both requests to withdraw 
and we've also had um, opposition from the neighbors. Sure. So I can I can just speak to my experience working with this body um, through many years when there are requests for withdrawal. Um, and uh, first, I just want to state that uh, Councillor Labrie was uh, correct in noting that there had been a previous request on this parcel for a zone change. However, I do want to note that the applicant, the entity who requested that, is different than the petition before you this evening. So it's not an identical. Uh, Slight difference, but it was the actual property owner in that last round, whereas this is a, a potential developer, uh, different name, different entity uh, than the first round. So for me, that's a difference uh, that the council should have uh, should understand. Mm -hmm. uh, secondly, I have seen um, a variety of applications come in, uh, both zone change and special permits uh, and other applications were eventually a, a leave uh, to withdraw, a request for withdrawal is then submitted. Uh, historically, in my experience, uh, the council has always honored those requests, either out of the fact that there was um, concerns with the proposal um, uh, and the entity who applied for the, the request wished to take the time to consider that. Um, and either look at their options with the property as is, um, or um, take into consideration um, any feedback that came out of, in this case, the, the public hearing with the planning board um, and see if they could come up with something that was more palatable. Um, historically, I've always seen the council um, uh, honor a request to withdraw. Um, it's only been recently that um, that seems to have changed. Um, so, you know, if a request to withdraw comes to the planning board for anything before then, uh, I can just tell you that their practice has been to honor that um, and allow the entity who's applied to either reevaluate their options, reevaluate what they've proposed, um, and then allow them to come back at a future time with uh, something else if, if that's their desire. All right, thank you for your historical perspective. Okay, thank you. Okay. All right. Um, okay, so on section D, as Council Lopez pointed out, no zoning ordinance shall be adopted or changed except by a two thirds vote of the members of the city council. There is no application before this committee right now. It's been withdrawn. They have the legal right to with. Well, let me finish. Let me finish. That's so. They have a legal right to withdraw. So there is no, there is no. This, this is if it goes before the city council. So yeah, if it goes before the city council and there's filed with the clerk prior to the final action by the city council written protest, and it fits this criteria, then the, the change in the ordinance should be adopted by three-fourths vote. So you go from a two-thirds to a three-fourths vote if you have this petition, but you're not before the city council. You're, you're, you're a committee that's considering a recommendation. This, this board here, this committee does not have any approval power, your recommendation, you make a recommendation. So um, that's how it works. So if it gets before the city council, so if this, right now we don't have an application in front of us, in front of you, but if you did and you voted on it and you sent it up to the, the city council, then it could be, you'd have to be a two thirds vote unless this petition under this criteria, they met the criteria and I don't know if those, if those, um, I don't know how the written protest would have to be certified by the city clerk. I don't know anything about that because I haven't done one of these before. But then 
if they met all the criteria, then you'd need a three-fourths vote of the city council. But again, that's not before us right now, before you, excuse me. Go ahead, uh, Council Lopez, go ahead. Through the chair to Attorney Riley. Um, I, I just have a question about your statement because some, one, one of that, I don't agree with part of that. So okay. we do have an application before us. We have a request for withdrawal, but we have to vote on a withdrawal. There is no withdrawal. It's not withdrawn at this point. We would have to approve that. There is an application, in fact, in front of us. We have an application and a request for withdrawal so, at the same time. Uh, all due respect, I don't believe you have the power to vote on a withdrawal. If someone withdraw, if a power, if a if a party withdraws. Now, however, however, there is in the ordinance. This is his own change. So. I can read this if you'd like, 275.15. After the planning board hearing, any petitioner seeking leave to withdraw must notify the city council secretary at least, but not less than three working days prior to the zoning committee public hearing, which I believe they've done. The petitioner shall pay for certified mail to abutters notifying them of the petition to leave for leave to withdraw. Said mail shall be delivered to abutters not less than 24 hours prior to the hearing. If these procedures are not followed, the petition for leave to withdraw will be at the discretion of the city council not the committee, but of the city council. So if you take that, and if, those, if, the, if the mailing to the abutters didn't go out for whatever reason, then the city council would, um, would be at the discretion, sorry, the petition for the leave to withdraw would be at the discretion of the city council. But isn't it true then that as a recommending body, we would then recommend for it to we could recommend for it to not be accepted, the withdrawal. The withdrawal. Because when we, when we have withdrawals before us, we are either voting to accept the withdrawal or not. And we're still a recommending body. So although this is the recommending body and there's still a full council vote, we make the recommendation. Uh, all due respect, I'm not sure that I agree with you, but the committee can, my job is just to give advice. So I'm not sure that that's accurate, in my opinion, in my legal opinion, however, if the committee decides to uh, recommend unfavorably a, a leave to withdraw, I don't believe you can do that. That's what I'm saying, but you don't agree with me and that's fine. But I don't know that you can do that. You have a legal right to withdraw your application. And the fact that I think if you, I think you've got an avenue here to say, if you want to send it to the city council, the city council can decide, but, so essentially, this the vote is procedural. If we really don't have a choice but to vote to accept it here at committee, it's not an actual vote. It's just procedural. You move it past to the full committee. So withdrawals essentially at committee mean nothing because we don't have any don't power have a, but to send a, it to council. Yeah, you don't have a you don't have a decision making power here. You're just a, a, a recommending body. So and we can't even recommend a withdrawal. So essentially, this is it's pointless for withdrawals to even come before committee because all we can do is send them to full council. Well, but we can send them up, up or down. No, he's saying we can't send them down. That's what he's saying. But ultimately, the city council is going to decide on this vote. We're just we're recommending. Right, but what he's saying, we cannot even recommend to vote it down. Is what Attorney Riley is I don't saying. see. What I'm saying is, I don't know if you have the power to do that. I'd have to do some more research. I haven't had one of these before, so I'm reading from the ordinance and I'm reading from 275.14 and 275.15. I know they have a legal right to withdraw. If you want to recommend to the city council, that's your just that's your right to do that. If you want to do it, is there anywhere else in the city ordinance that discusses withdrawals? Not that I've been able to find, but there's only two. There's one for um, special permits and variances, and one for zone changes. 
special permits is 275.15. Sorry, zone changes to 275.15, which is what we're, this is a zone change in front of us. Could you read that section verbatim again, please? Sure. After the planning board hearing, any petitioner seeking a leave to withdraw must notify the city council secretary at least, but not less than three working days prior to the zoning committee public hearing. The petitioner shall pay for certified mailing to abutters, notifying them of the petition for leave to withdraw. Said mail shall be delivered to abutters not less than 24 hours prior to the hearing. If these procedures are not followed, the petition for leave to withdraw will be at the discretion of the city council. It, it, I mean, when I hear it, it says if these procedures are not followed. So it does sound like we have no power but to send it if the procedures were followed. How do we certify that the procedures were followed? How do we certify that the letters were sent to the abutters? They weren't. I don't believe that we have any. I, they say they have to pay for it. So it, either, it sounds like the, 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 the petitioner would either have to send them and show us copies or the, pay us to do it, pay the city to do it. Okay, so were we paid to do them? I can't answer that question. No. I didn't do it. I can no. say that. <laughs> I was instructed to do it. Well, I'm, I'm not a, yeah, there will probably be through your admin. So, so what I hear is like, if the procedures were not followed though, I don't agree with the, with your judgment that, with your legal opinion that we cannot vote it down because it says if they're not followed then the council has the right to say no to the withdrawal. And so as a recommending body, we have the right to say yes or no. If procedures were followed, then I would agree with your legal opinion that that would mean that we cannot do anything but accept the withdrawal. But if there's a question about whether procedure was followed, then I think that gives us the discretion as a recommending body to not accept the withdrawal and to recommend to the council at a full vote to not accept the withdrawal. Okay, then you can do that. That's your prerogative. I, I just give advice. Okay. So I'm happy to, what I would, whatever the, you can make a motion for that. and Motion to not accept the withdrawal this evening. All right. Uh, I, again, I'll, I'll, I'll sec before I second it, but again, ultimately, well, I know, but I'm just, I'm just going to say this though, that it's going to go before the city council and ultimately city council. So no, I, I, I will second that. Okay. I'll second that. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, okay. All right. I, I, if I may. Um, okay, go ahead, because then we're going to call. Okay, I feel bad for the residents in regards to not being properly notified from what this discussion is coming to. Um, but if that's the case, that's not appropriate. And I appreciate Councilor Lopez's legal background as an attorney in looking into this particular ordinance in regards to the withdrawal. Mm -hmm. All right. But I, I am, just to complete this, the application or the petition, the protest petition was very well written and described the concerns of the neighborhood. And I think that besides the issue of whether or not to withdraw or not, going beyond that, we have to look at the neighborhood, their needs, and the residents' concerns. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Right. Okay. Okay. So the motion on the floor is not to accept the withdrawal, correct? All right. All right. Okay. Because um, then what we are we still going to have public input? Yeah, we have public input. 
Well, that's what that's what I was uh, that's what I was thinking because right. It seems that it's right. So we're we're not going to right. We're going to hold off on the vote, but then then right. And that's and, and that's what we're going to do. Okay. All right. It actually makes more sense because. And there's a motion to withdraw before us. If we're voting down the motion to withdraw, then we still have an application before us. Okay. If we do not vote down the motion to withdraw, then essentially you're recommending to allow mm -hmm. the withdrawal. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. Then. Then. So we're gonna we're gonna table that for right now, and we're gonna get public input. And again, as I mentioned at at the beginning, public input is gonna be just three minutes, folks. Okay. So you're going to have three minutes, we're going to time you, and that's going to be it because I'm not sure how many people want to speak tonight. Looks like we have quite a crowd, and um, hopefully everybody had a good supper because we might be here for a while. Okay. All right. Um, okay, public input is going to be given three minutes to speak. Again, please direct all comments to the chair. Gary, are, are you going to be the timekeeper on this, or, or, or Frank? Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I think the main mic over here is is on. Can you just check it, Frank, please? Testing one, two. Yep. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. All right, folks. So basically, we're going to let you give you three minutes as a reference. But if there's redundancy here, we're we're going to try not to have that. All right. So in other words, if you have pretty much the same comment as the person in front of you. Uh, I'm not sure how productive that's going to be. All right. Okay. Whoever wants to start first, please state your name, your address, and uh, three minutes, please. And um, well, we'll start. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Sue Nemchik, James Street, uh, Chickabee, Mass. Uh, this is about the issues you're just talking about. First of all, the um, mailman each day, today and yesterday, did not deliver any certified letters to the abutters. Okay, he was not given anything in the morning and he did not deliver any certified letters. So that will help you understand it's null and void in terms of the withdrawal. Okay, the second, unfortunately, I am an expert on protest petitions in 2015. Mm -hmm. Okay, and for the good attorney, this is a vital piece for when it does go to the city that you certify that the abutters here who received notices from the, count, uh, the council department through their abutters list. And as um, the councilor Lopez stated, so many have signed away above the 20% threshold. Okay, they're to be verified. They are here, they will identify where they live, that they were notified by the city, and therefore they're in protest of this. Mm -hmm. They have their driver's license. So here tonight you can verify that this is verified to help you out and save a lot, a lot of time. Okay, that solves two questions right away. I'm here because James Street, we have problems from the intensity up that the protest petition was talking about, and we encounter it down the road time and time again. We went through this in 2015. Unfortunately, we didn't have like a whole council that really listened. These are heart 
felt individuals that have invested in their lives in everything, and they're not here by a whim. It's dangerous. Some people will say, well, different parts of the city are as dangerous as other parts. That's not a reason for enabling worse situations occurring to create what becomes a problem for traffic for everyone in Ward 9 and especially the abutters. We don't make Chicopee worse and worse just because it exists in different parts of the city. These are heartfelt people. They don't lie. They come to represent their area, and we hope that you will represent and hear the impact on their lives. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay, who's next? And please state your name and your address. Three minutes, please. Thank you. <clears throat> My name is Dan Apollo. I live at 831 Prospect Street. <clears throat> I agree with the way the well-written petition presented our case. I don't think I need to repeat a lot of what was already said. Mm -hmm. I would like to read the last line of the uh, notice of public hearing. It says, notice to applicant. The applicant and or the applicant's representatives must be present in the chambers <clears throat> or must attend the hearing via telecom Zoom. Failure to appear may cause the committee to postpone or deny your request. The way I read that, since they didn't show up tonight, it seems like the committee has the power to deny this request, prevent this from going to the full city council <clears throat> and end this matter. <clears throat> These people have come out multiple times over the years to protest this, mm -hmm. and they are hardworking people. They don't need to keep coming down here. And if we could finish this tonight, I think that would be a great service to the community. Thank you. Okay, Dan. All right, thanks. Okay. Well, somebody else? Again, uh, name and address, please. Three minutes. Thank you. Yeah, now my name's Jim Rivers. I live on 13 Barbie Avenue, and I signed that too. Um, we got to end this thing. We've been fighting this since the original owner bought this property. It was just woods and a farmhouse. And because we fought a CVS going in the farmhouse, he clear cut everything, and our quality of life went down then. And then they built, finally sold it to the builders. They built these wonderful homes. We got great neighbors. But now it's been a Dollar General one time. My neighbors would have been looking at a dumpster on the other side of their back fence. Now they wanted to put a drive through with them on the other, in their backyard, basically. You know, and, and when they put CVS in, this shows you how they tell you the great news. They're going to take care of your neighbor. It's going to look nice. That was supposed to be a one-story building like Granby Road. Instead, we got a two-story monstrosity, and they do not take care of the Prospect Street side of their property, and it looks like crap. So we got to end this. They'll promise you the world, but then no matter what you get in there, they'll be back again for another zone change, and then it'll be always be something. And it's just we're trying to protect our quality of life, and that's basically it. When we're happy for potholes on Prospect Street because it slows the cars down going to the car wash and CVS, that's when we're the happiest when we got potholes. That's that's pretty sad. Thank you. Okay, thank you, sir. your name and address, please, in three minutes. Got it. Hi. Um, Beverly Bellavance, 41 Barbie Avenue, Ward 9. Good evening, Zoning Board. Um, 
for approximately 25 years. So that's a big chunk of my life. 25 years plus I have a very busy family. I have come before you with the request to change, to not change our residential zone at 523 James Street to business. The impact on our butters and neighbors is uncalled for. If it was not important to us, you would never see us. At some point, ethics come into play and it's a great disservice to us. I would have, I would hope greed for money would not supersede our desire for a respected, peaceful, safe, and healthy life. I am opposed to bringing in a noisy, busy, air polluting Starbucks. I ask you if you would like to breathe in the gas, gaseous fumes of 30 cars in a line on a daily basis, no one would. Please make it now, please make it now to listen to us abutters and do not vote for the zone change to business. Mayor View at his Ward 9 meeting this summer with us said, our safety is his priority. Excuse me. I hope it is your priority too. Thank you. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Who's next, please? Again, name and address, three minutes, please. Thank you. Hi, I'm Diane Martin. I live at 851 Prospect Street. This would be right in my backyard. When they wrote up the proposal, the whole, the line was going over my, over my backyard, into my backyard. It's so close that all day long, I'm going to hear Starbucks. This is welcome to Starbucks. What would you like to order, please? And I've said this before. I helped write the protest, so you know exactly how I feel. Very dangerous, very scary for people with children, our seniors that are on our street, including me. And I'm just so against it. And I, this is the fourth time. The pressure on me has been awful. I lost my husband. To, I had to fight this, even though I had to go through this after losing him can't even mourn my husband because I have to fight this this is the fourth time I have to fight it since I've been living there I've lived it'll affect me I own two houses I own one on Dorothy Avenue and the speeding that when they used to have abdos that will affect me again now they're going to go with Starbucks it's going to affect me so badly I just that's all I want to say I just and no one more thing I want to say I want to thank the people who are helping us there are few, but they are very on, on the board. I want to thank Ms. Lopez for reading that today. I want to thank Gary for listening to me. I'm sure he didn't like listening to me. And then I want to thank Mary Beth because she has been a godsend for us. And anyone else who, who is willing to help us, please consider this. Thank you. Okay. All right. Okay. Anybody else in the audience? Hi, uh, my name is Sean Goonan, uh, 6 Lincoln Street. Uh, I'm a candidate for city council at large this year, uh, and I support the residents 100%. And I think going forward, I think that the city should consider that the residents really do not want this property. Um, you know, they don't want the, the commercial businesses to encroach anymore on their neighborhood. And maybe the city should consider acquiring this property and maybe converting it into a small park you know, including a sidewalk there, 
because uh, it's very clear going forward they don't want to have to go through this year after year. So I think the city should consider that. Okay, Sean. All right. Anybody else in the audience before I go to Zoom? No, go ahead, ma'am. Find your name, address, please. Three minutes. Rachel Smith. I live on Prospect Street. Anybody that's going to butter it, sign at the list. Can you raise your hand? Can you verify their licenses that there are butters while we're here? Legally, I'm not sure if we have that power to do that. No, we okay. can't. We can't do that. But, but, but thank you. Though. Have you driven down Prospect Street? Two cars coming. You have to basically stop because you can barely get by. There's people that walk down that street that almost get hit. I saw a Toyota Corolla two weeks ago turn onto that street, and it took them 10 minutes to figure out how to turn around because it's so narrow and so tight, you can't get through. I sat one day for six minutes trying to pull out of my driveway on Prospect Street across from Jacob Street. I couldn't because there was so much traffic at 12.30 in the afternoon. And that's not even their busy time of the day. It needs to stay residential. Thank you. All right. Okay. All right, sir, your name and address, three minutes, please. Jerry Roy, 31 Devlin Drive. Um, a couple of things. Seems to me like maybe Councillor Zagorowski would know. Seems to me if someone withdrew something once, then later if they tried to withdraw again, we would reject that um, attempt. Excuse me, sir, it's a different applicant that was referenced by our planning. I'm sorry? It's a different applicant. No, no, no. Oh, but, but same owner, same property owner. They have to sign the, the okay. paperwork, I imagine. Okay, go ahead. The other, the other part of this is um, you have a property that the owner of the property, really the father, subdivided this property and kind of painted themselves in the corner on the way that the property, what's left and how it's, how it's going to be something in the future. So they, they created their own problem that they have now. And they're, now they're coming back to try to, you know, we have, you know, just working people here and they're all, you know, middle class, they're working a lot of their equity, a lot of their value that they've you know, earned all their lives is in their homes. And to try to take, you know, it's realistically a $20,000 hit for butters to put something that's noisy and abusive in their backyard. And that's not fair to, do, to them to do that, to benefit multi-million dollar families, hanushas and fanties. So I think that we need to consider what it, you know, the dollar value that's going to affect the neighborhood, but also their quality of life as well. Hey, ma'am, your name and address, three minutes, please. Um, my name is Tammy Martin Griffin, and I live at 84 Dorothy Avenue. Um, my mom is 851 Prospect Street, right in the backyard of the proposed zone change. Um, I will try to not repeat what you keep hearing and are probably bored with by now. Um, what I will say is, it's my understanding that this withdrawal was proposed withdrawal was put in weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. More than enough time to not get out 
mailings. That's questionable, actually. I mean, it, it, it just doesn't make sense. We had more than enough time. If this was a true withdrawal to regroup or try to fix something that was recommended by another zone, uh, by the by the planning board, we would have gotten word. We would have been notified. It's not. They're going to keep trying until they win, until the numbers are in their favor. All that takes is an election, possibly, or something. I don't know. But it's going to happen eventually if we don't stop. We have a tiny buffer left. It used to be residential, very residential. As a matter of fact, Fairview was very sought after neighborhood. Affluent, sought after. We are slowly turning Chickabee into some of our neighboring cities and not in a good way. It's got to stop. This is financial. It's all about the money. We have to put the residents first. We are all sitting here where we have better things to do. There's been a couple deaths in the families of the people behind me, myself included. I have not been able to mourn. My mother has not been able to mourn because we have had to fight after less than a year. January, we were just here fighting another. It, all it was, it was the same exact. It was just a different ploy to get this land sold to a business to line the pockets of quite frankly somebody who makes a lot of money for the city i understand mr fanty is or the fanty family owns properties and you know pays taxes and whatever but so do we so do we you have more than 20 percent of the abutters almost 90 80 90 I think there were two that were hesitant. Every abutter, so more than more than enough. Hey guys, please just let her finish. Okay. All right. Okay, ma'am. I'm sorry. Your time is up. Okay. Please vote. Please right. do the right thing for the residents. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else in the audience before I look at Zoom to see if someone's on Zoom? Yes, sir. Yep. Right. Okay. Anybody else from the audience regarding this particular item? Okay. Is there anybody on Zoom for public input? All right. Okay. Um, I think, okay, I'm going to take a, a motion then to. Hold on. I just, I have something to read into public input. I do. Yep. Okay. Yes. Here, and you're going to have to excuse yourself. You have three minutes and with your address, too. All right? Address for the record. By the book. Hi, Mary Beth Costello, uh, Ward 9, uh, 66 Voss Avenue. I received and perhaps many counselors eventually going to receive this. I just got this today through Diane Martin. And it says, Dear Chicopee City Council, Wednesday, September 27th, 2023. As the Western Mass Area Labor Federation, 
a coalition of more than 60 public and private sector unions representing 50,000 unionized workers, we want to highlight a critical labor issue related to a matter before you today. As you consider the zone change of parcels 690-48 and 690-44D James Street from the current residential A zone to a proposed business A zone for the purpose of construction of a new Starbucks, we wanted to be sure that you had some context of the large scale labor law violations that the company has committed. Since December 2021, workers at over 330 Starbucks stores have unionized with the Union Starbucks Workers United. Workers have built incredible momentum in just a few years in the face of union busting campaign waged by Starbucks. In fact, the company is now one of the worst labor law violators in modern US history. Despite the power that workers have built and their eagerness to engage with the company, Starbucks continues to use whatever tactics they can of to get in the way of workers' efforts to make improvements in their workplace. Starbucks built its business on claims of being a progressive company, yet they've broken federal labor laws hundreds of times trying to crush the union. Workers have the right to organize their workplace and the fact that the company continues to deny the right over and over again by union busting at their stores in city after city and states across the country should give one pause about the impact that a new Starbucks would have in the community and on the workers who would be employed there. Until the Starbucks Corporation ceases its illegal union busting campaign and meets the union at the bargaining table, communities and municipalities where new stores are being proposed should think long and hard about these blatant violations of labor law. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, before we move on, uh, in compliance with the open meeting law, is anyone either audio video taping tonight's meeting or recording? If so, please state your name and address and reason for doing so. Uh, I've been informed by IT that there's someone here that's doing that. So if you're on Zoom and you're doing that, um, please tell us your name and address and uh, the reason for doing so. Otherwise, we have an issue. Excuse me, Scott, do you know who's doing it? Uh, Mike, um, are you gonna tell us what's going on or are we gonna have to uh, cut you off? Uh, hello, yeah, Mike, can you hear me? Uh, uh, we can hear you now. Again, your name and address, and if you're uh, recording, uh, we wanna I, know I, what's going on here. I am Michael Clinn. 368 James Street. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Did I, I was on the phone. Was I interrupted? I thought my microphone was off. I'm, I'm very sorry. Oh, sir, you're, you're either audio or video recording. Is there, can you state the reason why you're audio or video recording? Um, just because it's public, because I can, you know, I, um, 
I, I okay, that's fine. You can. We just have to. You just have to notify it. But can you just state your name and address and state that you're audio or video recording? Uh, yes, Michael Clinn, K L I N three six eight James Street, um, Chickabee, Mass. O one o two o. Okay. Are you audio or video recording? Oh, I I thought it was both. I thought it was video. Um, the Thank Zoom. You. Thank you. Zoom, uh, okay. That's sufficient. We just needed that in the in the record. Thank you, Mike. Uh, okay, sorry. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, thank thank you, Scott. Okay, thank you. Okay, all right. Um, okay, all right. I think we had everybody from public input, as far as I can determine. Uh, oh, Derek, do you want to speak during public input? Or do you want to speak separately? Okay, then, then, then what I'm going to do is then I'm going to make. Okay, anybody else? I, I, I think I just did. Constable, I'll ask for that. Anybody on Zoom for public input? Okay, then. I'm going to close public input. Okay, and I'll second that. All right. Okay, Agnes, uh, can you please uh, call the roll? Balak here. Yes. Tania Costello. Yes. Lopez. Zigarowski. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Okay, the motion passed. Public input's closed. Okay. I think we have a couple of counselors that want to want to chime in, and then we'll have some further discussion. Councilor Dobas, go ahead, sir. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, I'll be uh, I'll be brief. Uh, I've spoken at length with Councilor Costello and Councilor Lopez, and uh, I'm completely against uh, the zone change tonight. Uh, I voted against it the last time it came before us, and the reason's simple, right? Uh, I think it's going to hurt the quality of life for the people who live uh, in this area. And um, for me, it's 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 really that simple. I'm not going to go over everything that was already said. Um, a couple of things. Uh, I was disappointed that the attorney tonight did not acknowledge uh, the butter petition. It has been used uh, multiple times. Uh, I know it was used in uh, uh, Westover Building Supply in 2015. It was used in Slate Road in 2020 by residents. Uh, it's it's been commonly used by residents opposing zone changes in the city. Uh, I know that our attorney doesn't verify this, but it was submitted to the city clerk and the law department properly. So uh, for those in the audience, uh, this should require uh, 10 yes votes instead of nine yes votes to approve. Uh, and for uh, the residents, uh, for their knowledge, um, if we allow the applicant to withdraw, they, it will be defeated, but the applicant will be allowed to reapply for his own change at any time. If we stop the applicant from withdrawing and deny the zone change, uh, they cannot reapply for at least two years. So I want to make sure that the, uh, the public understands that. Uh, I am not in favor of letting the applicant withdraw. Uh, it seems that this property, every two years on the dot, they apply for a zone change. Uh, and uh, I'm not in favor of allowing them to withdraw. Uh, I'm, I'm not on the recommendation body, uh, but when it goes to the city council, I will not vote to let the applicant withdraw. Uh, I don't think that they should be allowed to. And, um, you know, just, just in general, uh, for drive-throughs, Councilor Costello and myself, we filed a few different orders the last few months uh, trying to regulate drive-throughs in the city of Chicopee. Um, the drive-through at uh, the Memorial Drive and Kenny Boulevard, the old Dairy Queen, uh, I think is every reason why we should be regulating drive-throughs uh, more carefully. Uh, and uh, I hope the city council, uh, I hope they have a growing appetite uh, to regulate drive-throughs. So I encourage my colleagues to, uh, to work on that issue. Um, and uh, I also agree with residents that there's just generally speaking, we're overdeveloping uh, a lot of the city. And uh, I think that's problematic. But 
Uh, in terms of this tonight, uh, I am not in favor of the zone change, and I am not in favor of the opposite withdrawal. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Uh, before we have the vote, uh, I just want to see if um, any of the counselors want to have any further input before we vote and we, we revisit that motion. It's still on the floor. We haven't. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I'll start off Councilor Lopez. Go ahead. Just for clarity's sake for the vote. If I change the way the motion is worded, do I have to withdraw and then repropose a new motion, or can I just change the way it's worded? Because I'm I'm afraid that this is confusingly worded. If so I, what, because my motion the, is not to accept it, I would rather have a motion to accept it and then a no vote mean no. Because my motion to not accept it then a yes vote means no, and this council has a little bit of issue with that sometimes. You just make a second motion. Okay, and then it just defeats my first one because it's. You could, and then just not. Yeah, you could do that. We'll take the second one first. Yep. And if it um, passes, then we don't need to take the second one. It doesn't sound like it would. Okay. So I, I actually want to make a motion to accept the withdrawal so that a yes vote means we're accepting it and a no vote means we're not accepting it. Thank you. All right. Okay. All right. I'll second that. I'll second that. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. I think there are a couple other hands up. Okay. okay. Councilor Mary Beth, go yes, ahead. Yes. I, I want to thank the residents for their patience and their um their stamina to keep coming back here this is not the way we should be operating where the pressure and the stress of a zone change that affects your life keeps coming back we've got to try to fix that if we can and this is the fourth time this application has been presented to the council and the most recent time was the third time where, like Councillor Labrie said, it was in November of 2021. And that was the application date. I went out and counted cars in December of 2021, and I almost hit 950 cars an hour when I was counting the cars. Then we allowed the withdrawal to take place in February of 2022. But then again, in not too long after that, the applicant comes back or the owner of the property comes back in June of 2023. And now we're discussing this again. So I don't know how we can change that. I've discussed it with attorney Riley but that's something that we have to start looking at. I think your zone change is probably historic. How many times have people requested a zone change? Four times. Four times you people had to come here. That's a lot of work and I don't think it's fair. And your arguments are absolutely correct. The value of your property, the traffic, your quality of life, the noise. So I agree with the residents. And I agreed with the residents back in November of 2021. You have the right to have quality of life and peace in your neighborhood. Thank you. Also, Councilor Costello. Yeah, okay, Councilor Bray. Yes, um, you know, I just did a little homework on, you know, when and Mary Beth had that information about when that uh, uh, 
previous uh, motion to withdraw was uh, filed and uh, accepted. And uh, it, was, it was in January 22 when the letter was sent to uh, everybody. Uh, you know, I'm just talking on this motion right now and not going forward on my feelings on the zone change. I'm going to save that for, you know, the next motion or what, if, if there is one. But we're still a recommending body here. And, you know, so I think we have to follow the rest of the rules uh, after if we do deny or pass uh, the recommendation letter. Uh, obviously, I am not for it because you're right. You know, at least it'll give the residents two years of uh, peace and quiet, uh, and not you know having to come back every time. You know, if they come back in two months, if they come back in four months, uh, it, for us to deny this letter will give those people two years uh, not to have that. And maybe in two years we can come up as a body for another solution. Uh, four strikes and you're out. I, you know, I, I'm just throwing that out there, but, uh, the, you know, so I'm, I'm obviously going to vote, uh, to, uh, deny the, uh, letter. Okay. All right, Councillor. Thank you. Councillor Zagorowski, comments? Before yeah, I've listened to a lot of people. I've been on the council 20 years now, and I've seen this thing come through to us about four or five times, and we've always denied it. Uh, we try to, take care of business in our city of Chicopee, but I believe the residents are right on that particular the property. But I would not want to see it become a park. Park next to Memorial Drive in St. James Adams. That is asking for trouble. Just, I, I feel bad for, you know, the residents that have to put this, come up with this every two years or whatever the case may be. But uh, uh, I will vote. Uh, on the letter of a no on that. All right, thank you. Hold on, Councilor Lopez. I just want to get see if Councilor Flam and. Well, I know, but. <laughs> go ahead, Councilor Flam. Go ahead. You'll, you'll get another chance. You'll get another chance. You'll get another chance. Because it's just everybody, give them a chance. I just have a question to the chair, and maybe uh, Mr. Puyak could help us. So if this is denied tonight, it will be a go to the full board for the full uh, final vote uh, and say it was denied. It's two parcels. One's uh, commercial and one's residential. So one is business A I mean, and business residential A, so. a. It's split zoned and sure. one is residential A. So with that said, with the two year moratorium, if it's passed, will he still be able to build on the business part something under the business requirements of zoning? If it doesn't require a zone change and it's a buy right use in either of the districts, it can still move forward. Correct. I just want the people to know that. I, I just want to bring it up. Okay. And so the other part would say residential, a, but if a could. buy yes, if a buy right use can fit on the business day portion of the existing split zone parcel, yep. it would move through site plan review per the zoning ordinance. And it would not have to come before. It would not come before right, the I just council. want to bring make sure we understand right away. What's that, Councillor? Yeah. Okay, let me just check to see if Fred wants to say something, Councillor Lopez. I didn't forget about you. Can't, even if you try it. Oh, God. <laughs> Councillor Krampus, I, I cannot be accused of not giving people an opportunity. So, I like that. Okay. Uh, I'm Councilor all Krampus, set. Yeah, I'm all set. You're all set. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Councillor Lopez, go ahead. Thank you. Uh, I'm also not in favor of accepting this withdrawal this evening. 
Um, I do agree with Councillor Labrie and Councillor Costello that we, and Councillor uh, Zagrowski, this is a weird time for me to be agreeing with you, Councillor Zagrowski, <laughs> but I do agree with, uh, and it's a weird time for all of us to be in agreement for something, but it's enough, enough is enough, you know. Uh, if I was one of the abutting residents, I would be very annoyed to have to come back time and time and time again over the same issue. Um, I know we are annoyed to see the same issue over and over, never mind being a resident who doesn't actually have to be here. Um, so thank you for showing up. Um, your voice does matter. I, I care about the residents. I care about, you know, yes, we want businesses and we want economic development, but it has to be in a way that makes sense to the community. Um, I am in agreement with Councilor Zigorowski. A park there is a terrible idea. I think that is unsafe um it's on a very busy intersection and that, that should never be entertained um but i also don't agree with making it into a full uh commercial lot so um i also heard some residents talk about uh how we they wanted to finish it tonight and i want to be clear that there's no way we can actually finish it tonight um we are only a recommending body all of our colleagues on the council get to vote make a final vote this has to go before the full council at the next meeting this cannot end tonight no matter what um, but we can make a recommendation and the full council will hopefully agree with our recommendation. Um, I, the way I interpreted that the um, zoning statute is that we do need 10 votes in order to pass this. Um, so I am hopeful that the rest of my colleagues, and it seems that we are all in agreement, surprisingly, um, hopefully this will end at the next council meeting, and you'll at least have two years of peace. I can't guarantee more than that. I don't know if they'll come back and file again at the two-year mark. You know, they own the property, they could do that, but at least it gives you two years, and I'm sorry for those of you who have lost people in your lives and are here today. It shows your commitment to your community and your quality of life, and you've definitely been heard tonight, so thank you. One second, sir. Okay. Correct. I was going to mention that. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Mr. Chairman, could I just ask, what, what's the motion on the floor? The motion on the floor is to approve the withdrawal. But to approve the withdrawal? Yes. Or to accept. Okay. So, uh, or accept the withdrawal. Motion okay. to accept the withdrawal. For the so that will go, whatever the, the vote is here, that will go to the city council for the meeting on the 3rd. Correct. And the city Thank council you. can vote whether to allow the withdrawal or not. Correct. Okay, so what I'm not clear on is if they don't allow the withdrawal, I don't know if it has to come back to this. No, it doesn't because we're going to make a second motion. So if we all vote the way we're saying we're voting and we don't accept this withdrawal, I will then put a motion on the floor about the actual application. And then we will get to vote, make a recommending vote about whether we want to accept the application or not. And it seems like we're, if people are voting the way they're saying they're voting, we're not going to accept that either. So there will be two recommendations before the council. One to not accept the withdrawal, and one to not accept the application to not approve the zone change. So uh, I'm okay with, in my opinion, I'm okay with the first one. I'm not sure that the second one is valid because the the I'm petitioner is not here. Um, I'm so, they, sorry. They, so the petitioner is not here to argue for or against. So if you how do I say this? So if you all vote no, whatever whatever happens, you vote against it, it goes back to the council. The council says, okay, fine. We're not going to give them petition to, to withdraw. And then you're expecting a second vote of the council to 
deny the application? Correct, and we can. So the, the petitioner not being here is their own fault. Just because you submitted a withdrawal doesn't mean you automatically get a withdrawal. That's okay. why we have a All right. so, so I'm they should have been here. So I'm the lawyer for the, the city council, so I'm just giving you lawyerly advice. So if they're not here, that might be an issue. And then if they're not at the city council meeting, that might be an issue. I don't know if it is, but you're, you may be sued. But that's at the all. end of the letter but that they received, to, that's up to, I'm just, I, I have more questions for him. I have more questions okay. for him. I'm not done speaking with him. So at the end of the letter that the residents received, we heard a resident also read it into the record during public input that if the petitioner does not show up, the council has the right to deny the application. That's where is that? It's at the bottom of the letter that they received from the city. Okay. All right. It doesn't I don't, matter. I, don't read, I, haven't, I haven't read the. I'm not arguing with. It. I haven't read the letter. I don't know what the letter says. So you might be right. I don't know. Okay. All right, Council Flo, go when ahead. It's going to come in as. Uh huh. It's going to come in with that. So we're going to vote on. Whether you're not, we're voting on recommendation by this board, up or down, and that ends it right there. Members of that vote on it. Don't need to. He doesn't need to be. It's not going to be a public input there. No public input there. There's nothing. Their report will come in as a chairman. An unfavorable report. Motion to deny that way, and then we vote on it. It's not coming up in the public. You're doing a motion to deny the actual application. Right. If this comes down, the application on it is to be then his motion will go on to the full floor of my the city council and we will vote on that up or down and that's right. the end of it. Okay, but I thought the motion was to, to not allow the, the petition to, to withdraw. The motion is to allow the petition, right? If we vote that down, I'm making a second motion because it goes right back, right? We have an application before us and we have a motion to withdraw before us. The motion to withdraw goes above the application right now for consideration. If we vote that down, we still have the application in front of us. I make a motion whether we accept the application or not. If we don't accept the application, both of these recommendations go before the full council. The full council can choose to accept the withdrawal if they want to, or they can choose to go with the recommending body. At that point, we still have that second motion that I'm proposing, which means that we can either accept or not accept the zone change. We can approve it or not. If the council votes not to, it's done. It's not our fault that the petitioner is not here. They should have been here. Okay. I'm not agree. I'm just, I, I'm not agreeing with that, but you can, you're, you're, you can pursue whatever. I just wanted to be clear. Thanks. Okay. Can we, can we point of order? Can we call the call? Call the question, please. Okay. So we're going to have we're having two motions on the floor. Yeah, so my first motion is already on the floor, which is to approve the withdrawal. A yes right. vote approves it. A no motion does to not. Accept the withdrawal. And it's been seconded. The change right from from residential A to to uh, to business A. Yes. Okay. All right. Regarding 523 James Street. Correct. Okay. All right. Okay. That's the first motion. Okay. All right. Um, Agnes, go ahead. Please tell. Salak here. Um, no. Sinia Costello? No. Lopez? No. Zigarowski? No. Labrie? No. Motion to accept the zone change this evening. Okay. So a no vote will not accept it. It will defeat the zone change. 
right. then a yes vote will accept the zone change. Right. So should we just rephrase that to accept the zone change application? Yes, sure. Okay. All right. Okay, so I'll second it. Motion to accept the zone change application regarding 523 James Street. Okay. Balakir? Uh, no. Pinia Costello? Lopez? No. Zivarowski? No. Labrie? No. Okay. All right. Let me write this up. We'll sign this. And as was mentioned, this will go before the full city council on Tuesday, October 3rd. So just so for, for clarity, as he writes this up, we just voted no on the withdrawal and no on the actual application. However, we are just a recommending body. So on October 3rd, this will go before the full council. It will require 10 votes if that withdrawal is accepted. If the withdrawal is not accepted, regardless, actually, it requires 10 votes, correct? No. Only, only the application? So I'm glad I'm, I'm questioning this because Oh. Yeah. Mr. Chairman, if I may. You, okay. Um, you're talking about paragraph D, 275.17D. Okay, so the petition would have to be filed with the clerk. Which it was. Um, and it'd have to be 20% or more. I don't know how you certify that. The, the clerk, clerk would have, have to, to do that. that. And I don't know if he can by then, but if he did. Um, uh, included. 20 signatures, the clerk, the clerk can do that <laughs> by, by then. I mean, when you bring in nomination papers, they certify them quicker than that. You absolutely can certify 20. Okay, if the council decides to take action, then you could be right. If that's, I'm a lawyer. That's how I get. That's my opinion. I'll think I could be right over. You disagree. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> so I could be right that it requires ten votes. But regardless, it's going before the full council on October third. There will be two recommendations, and hopefully, the rest of the council will agree with our recommendation. There is public input at the beginning of the meeting, just like every other full council meeting. There is not public input on every item. This item will probably be taken out of order because there are so many of you and we would like for you to not have to wait forever. Um, but if you are gonna do public input, it has to be done at the beginning of the council meeting. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Hold on, we have to still sign this. So it's not, it's not completed, but it's just a formality now. We have to sign off on this. Okay, everybody has to sign, please. Our clerk will sign on 6.30. Well, say 7.15 is technically the council meeting. 6.30 is the mayor of briefing. So we have to be here prior 6.30. You have to be there for the 7.15 meeting. The mayor briefing, but it's right at the right. beginning. So, right. Right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you for coming. Hey, guys. We'll see you in two years. Oh, so no. I hope not. I hope not. I hope I'm here in two years. Still here. <laughs> oh, so let me look up. Two years, unfortunately. Every two years, you'll have to battle. But at least it's two Save years. Save all the positions. Not.
it's I'm not, not a lawyer. I can't talk no, like this. No, but from February of 2022 to June of 2023 is too quick. Well, she could build a hot dog stand there if he wants on the business part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he won't, but you never know. No. You're all done now. You're all done. Juan Lopez goes last. Now we have time to go to the ladies' room. I could call the recess. Yeah, call the recess. In a minute, okay? When you want to have a recess, everybody's got to go. It's personal. I don't have to report to you. Okay, okay, guys. Here, we're 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 being which one are you signing out here? Number two. Number two. Right. I got a feeling somebody's going to come back to bite us. Well, coward. Yeah. You coward, Jerry. Oh, I was. Ms. Lopez, may I go to the Metro? Three minutes, three minutes. There might be somebody in line. If you're not back in time, then we'll we'll call one. Stopping to chat. Thank you. Okay, just go with this. Okay, guys. All right. This was. Uh, we everybody signed off on this motion to accept the withdrawal of the zone change from residence A to business A regarding 523 James Street above, and it was unfavorable. The uh, the members here voted uh, against it. And motion number two was to accept the zone change application regarding 523 James Street. And all the committee members uh, voted uh, against it as well. And this will go before the full board on Tuesday, October 3rd. Thank you. And uh, we're going to have a five minute recess. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Agnes? Call the roll for motion for a five-minute recess, please. Ballacare? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Zigarowski? Already in there. Out of chair. Out of chair. Thank you. And a five-minute recess is granted, okay? All right? Okay. All right. Okay. I think I'll put this back in here. I'll put this back in here. That's coming up next, ma'am. Oh, good. Five minute recess. Well, yeah. unfortunately, we had a long item that was asked to be taken out of order. Okay, so just bear with us. We'll get to it very soon. I have no objections. I just want to hear what's going on next door. Okay. All right. 
Great. Well, next door. Yeah. Or next door to us. Is that you? Yeah, yeah. We're the limo. We're just um. Okay. Oh, great. Get, get it resolved now. I just I want to know what's going on. Okay. Got a chair. You weren't here for a phone. Oh yeah. No, that's good to know. No. Correct. I wouldn't be surprised. Individual driveways. It's Red Bay. You can't do duplexes in Red Bay. The area is there. Yep. Yeah, five minute recess. Hour and a half on one item. Do we have a quorum? Good. All right. Start off uh, very soon. Almost. You got one minute left. I'm going to leave. Got a chair. Yeah. Heading through this. Where, where right now doing that. At least I didn't hold. <laughs> She's probably talking to all the people out there. I never used to be a Motion to return to the regular order. Motion, of motion. Thank you. No second. Motion return to the second order. Uh, return to the regular order of business. Thank you. Go ahead. Pinia Costello. Here. Lopez. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. Lepre. Yes. 
Okay, looks like we're ready back back in order. Okay, so we're going to start from the beginning again. Um, item number one, special permit application under Chapter 275, Section 58, Subsection C5, for the purpose of two residential units in a business building located at 94 Chickabee Street. The applicant is extremely clean limo, CO David Provost, 124 Posner Circle, Ludlow, Mass, 01056. Is the applicant here? Okay, sir, please come to the mic and uh, state your name and your address and what your proposal is for the evening, please. Thank you. My name is David Provost. My address is 124 Posner Circle, Ludlow, Mass. My proposal is I'm, I want to, my limousine company, I have two limos. And I want to move it to that address from Springfield. That way, it's a better location. And then we were going to rent the two apartments because there's two existing apartments there now. It's just we can't do anything unless I have my business there. So I'm moving my business there, which is a limo company. And then we're going to rent. And we already submitted plans for the parking lot because we want to. We've already been doing improvements on the property, like we sided it and everything uh -huh. else. You know, we want to increase the property value. And okay. make it actually nice and livable in the neighborhood. We're not going to do anything bad. Just two limos and two apartments. All right. Okay. Thank you, sir. If you could have a seat, please. Thank you. Okay. There's a couple of uh, reports that I want to read into the record and then get some input from our planning director. So I'll read this into the record. Okay. This is a special permit recommendation for 94 Chickabee Street. Uh, Councilor Balakir. Property is zone business A. Applicant is seeking a special permit to allow for two residential dwelling units within a business building. Current conditions consist of an existing vacant business building. The proposed uses are permitted in business A districts by special permit. Bullet point uh, is referencing chapter 275, section 58, C5, up to four dwellings in a business building. Parking requirements are regulated under Chapter 275, Section 40, N1A, one, two, and three family dwellings and mobile homes, two spaces per unit. Applicant indicates adequate parking spaces, a total of 12. Four spaces for two residential units, eight spaces for an on-site business, one space per 500 square feet. Planning recommends approval of a special permit to immediately reactivate this vacant property. Okay, that was from planning. Okay, uh, this is from engineering. If no site work is proposed, there are no engineering department comments. Uh, next report in the file is regarding the fire department. A fire department will need to conduct an inspection of entire structure to include both residential units and commercial space office. Also, verification is needed. Guys, could you hold up, please? Thanks. Uh, also, verification is needed that the detached garage is for storage only, enough for repairs. The materials stored also need to be identified. Okay, and this is from the uh, collectors and treasurer's office. All right, there's uh, nothing due, appears to be current. Okay, um, Lee, could I just get your input um, on this, please, as well? 
Mr. Counselor, this property um, is existing development. Uh, it is currently zoned business A. Um, my understanding is that the property has been vacant for a period of time. Um, so to be clear, the business use, the limousine service is a buy right use in business A districts. Uh, but similar to some applications you saw at your last meeting, uh, the request here is to include two residential units in a business building. Um, as always, planning supports uh, mixed-use redevelopment of existing structures um, as our local way of helping uh, to deal with the housing shortage. Um, historically, this property likely was just a residential structure and then converted to business, uh, but it's adequately sized for the proposed use. The parking layout meets our requirements, um, and we see no reason uh, not to um, see the special permit approved. Thank you. Okay. All right. Um, I think what we'll do next is um, we'll uh, sir. Yes. Yeah. I think we're going to do the public input. Okay. Uh, we're going to next do the public input. Um, public will be given uh, three minutes to speak. Um, please direct all comments to the chair. Okay. Do we have anybody here for public input? Uh, I think, ma'am, did you have a question? Okay. All right. Okay. Anybody else in the audience? Okay. Let me see if there's anybody on Zoom. Anybody on Zoom for uh, public input regarding uh, 94 Chickabee Street? Okay. All right, then. Um, I'll entertain. Okay. And I'll second that motion to close public input. Um, Agnes, can you please uh, call the roll? Valacare? Yes. Cynia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Okay. Motion to approve the special permit application this evening. Okay. All right. Uh, motion to approve a special permit application um, for the purpose of uh, two residential units in a building located at 94 Chicopee Street. Uh, I will second that, but before we have the vote, uh, any questions on the motion? Yeah. Okay. On the motion. Okay. Um, so before you read the reports, I just want to note that this is in my ward. Um, I'm very glad that to see this property being restored. Um, I am always in favor of turning vacant buildings or buildings that are not in use into something that's fruitful for the community. And I also do love mixed prop mixed use properties uh, where they belong. And I think this is a very suitable location for a mixed use property. Uh, thank you for investing into it and putting it back on uh, into an increased value for the tax uh, for tax dollars. So um, I appreciate that and we need housing. So I, I especially support this mixed use because we are in the middle of a housing shortage and you're providing housing, uh, which is very much needed. So I'm in favor of this. Yeah, I know you live right next door. Yeah, so this is, if for folks who may not know, this is located right next to WWLP. So it's a WWLP building, and then there's this building that we're talking about today, and then there's one, red, the Red House, uh, which the woman here today owns right next door, and then there's the underpass and Blue Seal. Um, but it's very much a good location for whether it was business or residential use, but I'm really happy to see mixed use, so thank you. Okay, I'll say Councillor. Thank you. Okay, Councillor Bray. Yes, I'm I'm happy that this is uh this property is getting fixed up. Uh I took an old picture off of uh Google today and then I drove by it. So uh there's a lot of progress that has been made. So I'm happy you're investing your money into Chickabee. Thank you. All right. 
Fessler, all set? All set, yeah. All set, okay. Um, Fred, any comments on this one? Okay, all right. Uh, Councilor Dolbaz. Frank was here, but I think he left. Okay, all right. Um, I think the motion was to approve the special permit application uh, for purpose of two residential units and business uh, building located at 94 Chuckabee Street. And I would just add... Um, there will need to be some restrictions. I, I don't know if you want to read into the record, the reports, because there are restrictions. Uh, uh, well, I, I, I did actually read into the restrictions, but I think you folks were, were, were chatting, but I, I can... You did. You read them. I, I can... I was, I was making uh, Mary Beth familiar as a location. <laughs> I, I can just... You know, no, I, I know, that, was that, was box. that box was there. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. With restrictions and, and basically uh, the fire department... Yeah, uh, the fire department okay. yep, and building department so that, that they would be Thank in compliance with all. Uh -huh. Right, just to be in yeah. compliance with all codes. Okay, all right, okay. I'm going to call the vote. All right. Salakir? Uh, yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. All right. Okay, let me just write this up. Okay. You told me he was there. He comes out his
There you go, Fred. Oh, you're talking about Fred. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Here we go, Bob. I called her George. George. <laughs> oh, Georgia. It's pencils. Okay, the motion was to approve a special permit application for the purpose of two residential units in a business building located at 94 Chickabee Street with conditions. Um, construction is to be in compliance with fire and building code requirements and inspections. And this is a permit to run with the land and the uh, committee voted in favor, and this will go before the uh, full council on the, uh, Tuesday, uh, October 3rd. All right, thank you. Okay. All right, item number two. Um, special permit application under Chapter 275, Section 9, Subsection L2, for the purpose of amending an existing special permit under Chapter 275, Section 50, for a double-faced 14 by 48, excuse me, signed structure to be relocated on the same property and out of the state of Massachusetts right away. The existing signed structure will be moved 34 feet north and 53 feet east. State of Mass DOT is requiring Lamar to move the existing sign out of the state right away. Waivers requested from 500 feet setback from residentially zoned land and a waiver of 750 feet spacing from any other sign on the property. The requested waiver reduction 500 feet to 115 feet and 750 feet to 290 feet located at 333 Memorial Drive. The applicant is Lamar Central Outdoor LLC, Patrick Keogh, real estate manager, 32 Midland Street, Windsor, Connecticut, 06095. Okay, is the um, applicant here? Okay, sir. Please come up to the microphone and um, please state your name and address and what your proposal um, is. Patrick Keogh, Lamar Central Outdoor LLC, 32 Midland, Midland Street, Windsor, Connecticut. Um, okay. As outlined in what you just read, um, the state is requiring us to move an existing billboard, which was originally permitted in 2007 uh, by this body, um, to get it out of the right of way. I'm not sure how it happened in 2007, mm -hmm. um, but uh, we, we do have ample room to move it. And that's what we're here for tonight. Okay. All right, sir. Thank you. Please Thank take you. a seat. All right. I have uh, some committee reports that I'm going to read into the record. Bear with me. Looking through the file. Okay. We have uh, a document from the Collectors and Treasurer's Office uh, regarding um, bills. Uh, nothing is due at this time. Uh, next report is from Engineering. 
The new sign location will have visibility limitations from the south for northbound traffic for any trees scheduled to be removed. That's from engineering. Next report is from our uh, Department of Planning and Development, and I'll read this into the record. Special permit recommendations for 333 Memorial Drive, Council Balakir. Applicant is looking to amend an existing special permit under Chapter 275, Section 50 for a double-faced 14-foot by 48-foot billboard to be relocated to private property and off Commonwealth of Massachusetts right away. Applicant is requesting to move the billboard 34 feet to the north and 53 feet to the east to meet conditions from Mass DOT. For compliance with Commonwealth regulations, applicant is requesting a waiver of 500 foot setback from residentially zoned land to 115 feet and 750 foot spacing from any other sign on the property to 290 feet. City Council may waive distance requirements under Chapter 275, Section 50, Subsection A1F, providing the proposed relocation of the billboard will not create a traffic hazard or visual nuisance as demonstrated by the applicant. Planning sees no issue with proposed relief of setback and spacing requirements, as long as engineering still sees no issue with billboard in relation to traffic control systems and proposed movements, both compliant with the state and exercise to the maximum extent possible within local zoning and ordinances. Planning recommends approval of special permit. The uh, fire department has no comments and building has no comments. Okay, with that, uh, I'm gonna speak, or I'm gonna ask Lee to speak if he has any further comments, uh, please, regarding this proposal. Thank you, Lee. Sure, Councillor, thank you. I would just add that this is clearly something that's already been permitted, so you're being asked to amend an existing special permit. The relocation is minimal um, with 34 feet to the north and 53 feet to the east. Uh, really, we're just addressing the fact that this can't exist in public right-of-way uh, and therefore needs to move to its intended private property location. All right, thank you. Well, motion just, to accept the special permit. Uh, excuse me one second, uh, Councillor. I just noticed there's two other documents in, the, in, in here, and I, I would just like to read this into the record. Um, it looks like we had um, two letters from residents, so I'd just like to read them into the record. Uh, sorry, here they are. Okay. Uh, this first document is dated September 25th, 2023, City of Chicopee Zoning Committee regarding Special Permit 333 Memorial Drive. Dear Sir and Madam, we'd like to request that the special permit be denied specifically because it would be moved 53 feet east, which would move it further into our view from the backyard of our residents. We feel that reducing the current requirements of 500 feet to 115 feet and 750 feet to 290 feet is excessive and will be too close to our home. This is sincerely Ronald and Soroya Bevan, 
26 Campbell Place, Chicopee, Mass, 01020. And this was received uh, September 25th at 2 p.m. City Council. And there's one other note here, uh, dated Wednesday, September 19th, 2023, uh, George Balakir Chair. City of Chicopee Zoning Committee, Chicopee City Hall, Annex 274 Front Street, Chicopee, Mass, 01013. Regarding Zoning Committee meeting September 27th, dear Chicopee Zoning Committee members, uh, my name is Michael Horak. I am 93 years old and live with my 90-year-old wife at 61 Dewey Street in a house that I built 70 years ago. My property is next to Mr. Peons. We are unable to attend the meeting because my wife broke her hip, is unable to walk. When a site was considered for the original sign, attorney Murphy from the sign company came to my house and we walked together to find a location that was agreeable to all. Murphy actually moved the site five or six feet further south so there would be no problem site was agreed on. Fast forward, fast forward to now. New site is illegal, not by a few feet, but by hundreds of feet. With all of the collected wisdom that you counselors have, I do not have to mention that our homes will lose value. This sign will practically be in my bedroom. That's what I will have to look at. If, if the sign is built, the owner will move away and not have to look at it, but we will have to pay the price so they can profit. This is wrong, this is wrong. Uh, please, counselors, vote this down respectfully. Michael Horak, 61 Dewey Street, Chickpea, Mass, 01020, telephone 413-592-2600. Okay, I think that's all I had that was on the other side of the file. Okay, um, all right, I think, before we take a motion, uh, I want to see if there's yes. We, we are not forgetting. We are not forgetting uh, the the folks that are here. So uh, we are going to have. Um, okay. So I'm sorry. Your motion again was yes, approve. Okay. And there's also potential waivers as as required. So we'd have to adjust that as well. Okay. I, I will second that about the, the uh, motion to approve and also regarding the waivers. Okay, all right, public input. Okay, again, um, I think you folks have a sense how it works. I think you were here earlier, but uh, please state your name and address and uh, three minutes, please. Go Hi. ahead, sir. I'm Tom Fournier from 49 Dewey Street. Okay. Um, we were here back in the spring of 20, uh, 2007, and it was attorney Murphy, he owned a sign company called New England Outdoor Advertising. And he worked with the neighborhood and we, we was decided on the location of the sign. Mm -hmm. And where the sign has been for 16 years, it's hidden behind trees so that when there's leaves on the trees, the sign is masked from the neighborhood. It's close to Memorial Drive and the neighborhood isn't affected by the lighting. So for the past 16 years, uh, things have been good and there's been no issues with the sign. Um, the idea that the state wants is, is demanding that it be moved out of the right of way. I understand that you know, Mr. Peon owns the land, and I know the sign company you know, pays Mr. Peon rent, I believe, for this, uh, the sign. But regardless, if it's moved 34 feet, here are the trees that block the sign from the neighborhood. Here's the sign. 
So they want to move it 34 feet north and then 53 feet uh, east towards our homes. That puts the southerly facing part of the sign against all of the trees, which are on border on a wetland there in Bleachery Brook. And uh, um, so it's a two-sided sign. So what are they going to do? You know, how, you know, is it going to become a one-sided sign or are they going to cut down all of the trees in the wetland? And I know they've had uh, uh, water issues from water coming off of the uh, property and down into the, to the wetland in the past. Um, so the, you know, the trees help hold the water and, and reduce the, you know, the flow. And so, you know, that's my concern is that, plus it's going to be in plain view of our street. You look down the street and it's illuminated sign. So at night, um, you know, it, it'll be illuminated. So I don't know what they're thinking in moving it 53 feet in from Memorial Drive and how they're going to improve uh, the visibility of the sign unless they make it taller you know uh, which i don't think they would so um that's my concern and i would hope that you would vote to deny this uh application all right thank you sir okay there's someone else here please Good evening. Hi, please state your name and address in three minutes. My name is Nancy Kindness Heath. I live at 60 Dewey Street. And um, I brought some pictures today to show the council just how, how it is going to affect uh, my life. Um, I have the view from my bedroom window, two pictures. Then I have a view from the front steps of my house. Um, this is the billboard right here where it is now, just to give you a little idea. This is where they're proposing to put it. And um, it would totally be all I see when I look out my window. This is a shot from my front steps. The billboard is now over there. I believe the billboard would be right here. Um, this is just for, for where they tagged it. But um, the things that I wanted to bring up were number one, quality of life. And I, I'm showing you the view from my bedroom. And it's totally obstructed when the trees are, have leaves on them. But in the winter, it's very bright. And especially when it snows, it lights up the whole area. Um, and it's a major, it will be a major eyesore. The light pollution um, will just, you know, ruin our time in our bedroom that we've bought 30 years ago, we bought that house. I actually have lived in that house since 1965 when my parents built it and uh, when my parents bought it. And um, we saw the community change and we were okay with letting the, the um, billboard go up when it was done respectfully. In my opinion, as a homeowner for 30 years in Chicopee, this is not respectful of our properties. Um, I'm almost at retirement age. I'll probably be selling my property at some point, like most people do. So I did a little um, financial research on it. And um, I went to the National Association of Realtors, um, their website, and I found I'm going to read from it. It says the study found that homes within 500 feet of a billboard were worth $30,826 less on average. 
at times of resale than similar properties further away from billboards. They also state that billboards are detrimental to neighborhoods that they hover over. And if you look at my pictures, that is hovering right over my house. Um, Mary Tracy, the president of the Scenic America said in a statement, we've known that billboards detract from neighborhoods aesthetics in sense, uh, its sense of place and the mental and physical well-being of its residents. Now we know that billboards have the very real impact of lowering property values. And I ask you as a homeowner of 30 years, is it fair that I lose an average of $30,000 when I go to, to sell my house? Ma'am, thank you. Time is up. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks. Excuse me, these pictures, can we keep these or do you want them back? Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Uh, anybody else in the audience, please? All right. Again, name and address, three minutes, please, so we can move forward. Thank you. Hi. My name is Elaine Fournier, 49 Dewey Street. I just wanted to bring up the point that when this billboard was first put up, we all did not really agree upon it, but it was given us a choice of either put up this billboard or Bob Pian is going to have to go into bankruptcy and sell the property and you wouldn't know what was going to be put in place of it. So that is the reason why we agreed in the first place to have the original billboard. Now to come and move it closer to our homes with the light pollution and tear down the trees that block it occasionally is not acceptable. And that's pretty much all I have to say. Okay. Just think right. if that was your house, would you want it? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else in the audience? Okay. Let me see if anybody's on Zoom. Anybody on Zoom regarding 333 Memorial Drive? Motion to close public input. Okay, I'll second that motion to close public input. Agnes, can you please call the roll? Balakir? Yes. Benia Costello? Lopez? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Okay, all right, public input is closed. Okay, all right. Um, well, we had a motion on the floor, and we've also had um, some public input. Um, further discussion? Oh, hold on. There's there's a counselor back there. Counselor Dobaz. Uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Chairman. First of all, I want to apologize. I received uh, a voicemail from somebody on Dewey Street, uh, and uh, I did not uh, respond to the phone call. So I want to apologize for that. Uh, I, it's really unacceptable, but I apologize for that. Um, but second of all, to the committee, I am not in favor of this tonight. Um, I'm just kind of confused why they want to move the signs so far away. Um, there's, there's must be a, a closer location that's out of the right of way and still far away from the residents. Um, so that's kind of confusing to me. Um, and uh, also, uh, Mr. Chairman, I don't know if the applicant has additional, uh, the, re the residents have brought some pictures, but I was wondering if the applicant had any kind of plans or pictures as well. Um, you know, that would definitely be, be helpful. But uh, under the current um, application, I'm not, not in favor of it. Uh, I think uh, there should be some conditions that, uh, that should satisfy the residents uh, that should be met uh, in order for this to be approved. Okay. Uh, one quick question. You're, you're the, the ward counselor on this? Yes, I thought you were. Okay. All right. Thank you. 
Okay, Councillor Brink, go yeah, ahead. I agree uh, with uh, Councillor Dobez on this. Uh, I looked at this today, and you know, if they move it, you know, anywhere towards the, the property, uh, Dewey Street, uh, they're blocking something. Uh, I don't know if this board or some of the people on this board remember when they were going to put a hotel uh, in the near vicinity of that, and we had residents even from across Memorial Drive. Uh, complained they were going to lose some sunset, they were going to lose some sunrise, you know, and all of that. And, you know, I don't know if uh, these people actually spoke with the residents like they did in 2007. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I'm getting a feeling that they didn't, and I could be wrong. Uh, I'm not for just taking a sign, and uh, these setbacks are, as somebody indicated uh, tonight, uh, it's a long way. Uh, it's, uh, you know, 500 feet to 115 feet. So at the time when they were discussing this in 2007, um, did they say, you know, okay, if we put it here, you know, that's where it's going to be at, you know, at that certain foot. If they put it over five feet, would that board in 2007 had voted for it? You know, um, you know it, it seems like they worked with the neighborhood back then, and I don't think that they even contact. I'm not sure. Did they contact you? No. Uh, just getting the, yeah. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm against this. I, I wouldn't want that, you know, blocking my view that I've had. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it really is it's not a sign for the dealership. This is a billboard that the dealership gets rent on. And, uh, you know, so I, I'm not for it tonight. Okay. Thank you. All right, thank you. Hold on, counselors. Let me bring the applicant up and let me see. Sir, can you shed any further mm. light on this or are you pretty hard and fast with these figures here? Can you shed some light on that, please? So the um, State Mass Outdoor Advertising who brought this to our attention, they had a surveyor go out there and do a survey where the sign is and showing where it is in the right of way. I hired the same surveyor to show me where I can put it to be out of the right of way. There's also an easement area on the corner of the Belize, of Belize the um, Peon uh, parking lot there, where we have permission to put the sign. That's where we moved it to. That's what, what was agreed, the only place we really could put it. Um, it's the state who's driving this entire thing. Okay, so you're, you're saying it's the state, and they don't seem to have flexibility. They seem to be pretty firm with, with the numbers here. Yes, that's, that's, what, that's what we're backed into. That's the location. Okay. Uh, as far as any tree cutting, all those trees right next to the right of way, that's all state property. I, I have to get a permit to get any of that, anything like that cut. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to let you clear cut anything like that. I can say that. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Please sit down. Uh, we we can't we can't do that. Okay, all right, but thank you. Okay, well, let's get back to counselors. Okay, Councilor Lopez, go ahead. Thank you. Um, yeah, I agree with Councilor Labrie um, and Councilor Dobalz as this is his ward. Um, I usually defer to the ward counselor Correct. because this this is their ward and he was elected by their the ward members. Mm -hmm. um, and I also agree. I, I would not want this in in my either for my house. You know, I I'm also protective of my neighborhood and. You know, I, I would not want to look out my window at a billboard and billboards are very bright. You know, that that would be intrusive. And 
at nighttime. Mm -hmm. I like to have a dark house um, and be able to sleep in peace. So I, I'm with the residents. Um, the residents have taken their time to come here and express their concerns. Um, and, and I think they're valid. And I just, I understand that the special permit was approved before. Um, it was approved before again with resident input and looking at the pictures and, you know, understanding the layout of that area. I, I understand why they may have come to a compromise with the current location of the billboard, but just because they came to a compromise that time doesn't mean that we should just allow the billboard to remain, even if now that the end of the bargain that they compromised for on behalf of the billboard is not what they're getting now. Um, so I, I am not in favor of, of this change this evening. Thank you. Big concert, thank you. Councillor Mary Beth. Thank you. Thanks for coming out. Your arguments that you're presenting are wonderful and educational. Because as a counselor, I learned a lot from you tonight. But my main concern is the billboard is visual pollution. And as a city, we have to start looking at visual pollution. That's not quality of life for the neighbors. Thank you. All set? Yeah, All right. Thank you. Okay. Zagorowski. Yeah. Through the chair. Here, do you want to? Sure. Okay. Through the chair to uh, the applicant. The applicant. Yeah. On your application, it says they are not thinking of widening Route 33. Is that still correct? As far as I know. I, all I know is I was contacted by the head of the, as I said, the Mass DOT for outdoor advertising. He sent me the surveys and the site work they were doing, just doing regular site work. And that's how they found that the billboard was over the right away. Tony, it took them 16 years to find this out. It was news to us. Yeah. Now, is this going to be a two or one sided? It's two sided. Still going um, to be a two sided. Two sided. If, if we move it and the trees can't be cut, then it'll be one sided. I mean, it's. Uh, yeah, we, we took that into account. Why, why would the state come forward 16 years later and right away? I don't, when the first time when I saw that and I talked to Mr. Fournier on the phone, it amazed me that I know that area pretty good. I agree, signs can be polluting and everything else, but it seems to be a way of life today. But if it's done properly, but this, going to go right into the people's yards. I mean, like I said, I'm being told where we can put it. Um, you know, if it's if it's if it's going to be denied because of lighting or whatnot, then we could make an accommodation and not have it lit. I mean, it's, but this is a state thing that's going on. Correct. I did put that in my application when no, I submitted I, it. I can't vote for this. I mean, the people who live there, I have relatives that live in yep. one of those side streets. And, uh, Okay, you answered my questions. Thank you very much. All right, thank you, sir. <clears throat> okay. Well, I think I don't think Fred's. I think Murphy might be listening. Might be there, but Fred, do you have any comments on this? Okay. No comments. All right. Okay. We'll <laughs> okay. All right. So I just want to make sure everybody has a chance. Uh, an opportunity to voice their opinions. So the motion before the approval, a yes vote would approve and a no vote would deny. Right, right. And that's that's just for the special permit. And then there's also waivers. But if it gets voted down, then the waivers don't need to be voted on because it's just voted down. No, I, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Let me just check that. Excuse me.
waivers. Yeah, excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Sure. That's what caught my eye. Then. In highway traffic's been lately. You never know. Nancy Mulvey was the clerk then. Hey, so did you guys over hear that? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So you want to pull on each waiver? Yeah, so we have two waivers. Uh, we'll do waiver number one. Um, 500 feet setback from uh, residentially zoned land to uh, 115 feet. Okay, and, and so I'll second that. Okay, so this would be approval, yes or no? Okay. All right. Okay, Agnes, if you please call the roll. Balakir? Uh No. Pinia Costello? No. Lopez? No. Zigarowski? No. Libri? No. Okay. All right. Let me just we'll sign this. Sign this. That's why she's always out of bed. Oh, uh, sure. We we can. Motion to approve the second waiver, which is. All right, and I'll second that motion. Uh, 750 spacing from any other site on property 290 feet. Okay. All right, Agnes, can you call all? Balakir. No. Ania Costello. No. Lopez. No. Zigarowski. No. Libri. No. Double space fourteen by three. All right, and I'll, I'll second that. Okay, so this is on the uh, special permit. Agnes, can you please call the roll on that? Balakir? No. Pinia Costello? No. Lopez? No. Zigarowski? No. Libri? No. Okay, all right. right. Favorable, let me just. Uh, let me, let me sign these. Let's see, write that up again. This will be before the full board on October 3rd. Uh, public input is available during that meeting if you'd like at the beginning, not at each item. So the, the, this part of the meeting starts at 7.15. All right, thank you. Thanks. Oh, okay. All right, and I'll write this, I'll write this here.
one. Who cares? Yeah. On the okay. record, do you want? Do we need to put it on the record? Yeah. On paper. Okay. Thank you. So, for the record, reasons for denial are quality of life, obstructive views. Do you do you want to write that on there? Sure. <coughs> God bless you. Indeed. Value property. If you have four or five, I think that's sufficient. Oh, right, right. So that's did did we are we signing it on the right side? Unfavorable. Shit. Oh. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's all. Okay. We had George.
Oh, you did? I did. Okay. I did. I put those on. They're, they're the same ones. They're just going to be mirroring each other. Mm -hmm. Let's read this into the record. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. So the committee's voted. Special permit application under Chapter 275, number 9, L2, for the purpose of amending an existing special permit under Chapter 275-50. Double face 14 by 18 foot sign structure to be relocated on the same property. Now to state of Massachusetts right away at 333 Memorial Drive. Uh, this is an unfavorable recommendation by the members. And the reason why it was unfavorable reasons are as follows quality of life, enjoyment of property, devalued property, visual pollution, and the waivers, uh, waiver number one. 500 foot setback from residentially zoned land to 115 feet. Uh, this is an unfavorable recommendation by the committee members. Again, reasons for unfavorable, quality of life, enjoyment of property, devalued property, visual pollution. And waiver number two, 750 foot spacing from any other sign on the property to 290 feet. And this was an aver, excuse me, unfavorable recommendation by the committee and reasons for the denial of the unfavorability quality of life, enjoyment of property, devalue property, visual pollution. And this will go before the full committee of the city council on Tuesday, October 3rd. All right. Okay, item number three, zone change application from split zone, business A dash residence B to residence A for 9,000 square feet located at 580 Meadow Street for the purpose of the Boys and Girls Club existing, eliminating a small portion of zoning overlapping and causing a split zone on the site. The applicant is the Chickpea Boys and Girls Club Jason Reed, 580 Meadow Street, Chickpea, Mass, 01013. Uh, is the applicant on on Zoom? Okay. All right, uh, Jason. It's uh, it's been a long night, but uh, please state your name and your address and what your proposal is uh, for this evening, please. Go ahead, sir. Good evening. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Fantastic. Name, my name address is and, and proposal. Uh, Jason Reed, 49 uh, West Street, representing the Boys and Girls Club of Chickabee at 580 Meadow Street. Uh, and the 
And our proposal is to remove a split zone on our property uh, to make it universal zone uh, across our entire campus. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Uh, let me just read what we have um, in the file. Okay. This is, um, as we know that um, from previous experience, that a zone change application requires um, information and input from the planning board and also from the um, zoning committee and our zoning board as well. All right, so we have one report in the file, planning board recommendation, zone change, 580 Meadow Street, assessor map 360, parcel 14, file 23-3004. Pickaby Planning Board held public hearings on Thursday, August 3rd, 2023. Purpose of the hearing was to consider a zone change from business A to residential B for 9,000 square feet of property for the purpose of creating consistent zoning across the entire property and eliminating a split zone property. The applicant is Jason Reed. Applicant address is 580 Meadow Street, Chickpea Mass 01013. The recommendation from the planning board was uh, approval and the four members voted in favor of the recommendation. Okay, I think that's all we have for reports. Uh, Lee, I'm wondering if I could just get your insight on this, please. Thank you. Sure. Thank you, Councillor. This is just another instance of a property owner who was willing to work with the planning department to deal with a split zone parcel. Uh, the vast majority of the Boys and Girls Club property is um, under residential B zoning, and as a charitable institution, their services uh, are a by right use. Um, there really is no purpose for this very small corner of the property to be business A. Uh, and reviewing their plans to renovate the parking lot uh, and uh, uh, construct a future teen center. We identified this as an opportunity uh, to clear the zoning and Jason was more than happy to work with us. Uh, so again, this is just our continued effort to start clearing split zone parcels throughout the city where they simply don't make sense. Thank you very much, Wayne. Uh, yes, but I was gonna see if there's I don't think there's going to be anybody here for public public input, but I just have to just check just to make sure we go with protocol. Anybody on Zoom uh, regarding public input on um, the proposal for 580 Meadow Street? Motion to close public input. Motion to close public input. All right, Agnes, can you please call the roll? Ballot here. Yes. Finiac Costello. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. Labrie. Yes. All right. Thank you. Public input is closed. Okay. Councilor Lopez, go ahead. I'll keep this very brief because this was pretty cut and dry. Um, I absolutely support this. I support eliminating this split zone property. And I'm also glad that, you know, most of it is already residential B anyways, but this property, the Boys and Girls Club is a very good neighbor. Um, they <clears throat> offer a lot of great services to um, our neighborhood. We appreciate having them in our ward. Um, and I'm glad to see it be residential B because it is by right use for an, a charitable organization. But if they ever were to sell the property, for example, that we would not want just any business going in there. We would want to have the option of having it be a residential uh, property. So thank you to the applicant, Jason Reed, and to our city, um, to Lee Puglia and our city planning board um, for approving this and bringing it before us because I do agree with our our greater purpose, which is creating consistent zoning, especially where it's such a no-brainer and it makes sense, such mm -hmm. as in this parcel. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Other counselors? Councilor Mary Beth. Well, um, 
I agree with Councilor Lopez. However, what we have to consider here, there are no residents that are going to be negatively impacted. This is a very positive move. Thank you. Okay. Councilor Bray, any questions or comments? No, just a little comment. Uh, that was a nice little corner store when I was uh, 15 going to Kirby School as a freshman or 14, and uh, we could walk down there and pick something up and bring it back to school. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> no, let's not talk about age. Okay, guys. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Councilor Zigorowski. I on the board of directors. Okay. All right, great. Uh, Councilor Krampus, any comments or concerns? All set. Okay. To approve the zone change application from split zone business A residential B to residential A for 9,000 square feet located at 580 Meadow Street for the purpose of Boys and Girls Club, eliminating a small portion of zoning overlapping and causing a split zone on the site. Okay. And I, I, I will second that. It's residential okay. B. All right. Sorry. Well, on our agenda, it's marked as residential A. So let's amend that to residential B. Residential B. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Pulliam. So um, let me see. On the application, it says a split zone. But it says B, it's proper on the application, it's just wrong on the agenda. Okay, all right. So, we can move forward. This is from split zone business A to business B? No, it's split zone currently is business A and residential B, and it's just moving all to residential B. Is it proper on the application? I believe it is. Um, it's proper on the planning board recommendation. It is also, oh, it is not proper on the application. Okay, so again. I'm and we can't change that on the floor. I don't think we can change that on the floor. Um, yeah, on the application, it says a zone change from this A, Res B, and then it says to residential A, and that's not what we're actually trying to do. So the agenda is in accordance to the application. The planning board saw it as residential B, but the application itself says residential A, so this might need to be resubmitted. Yes. Yeah, unfortunately. Because it's, it's not wrong. posted. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Yeah. Being posted. So unfortunately, can we, is there a way for us to not have to make them do a whole new application? Can, like, is there, some, is there some way we can vote so that they don't have to like file a whole new application and they could just make an amendment themselves and come back before us? Typo. Scribner's, Scribner's note. I want to confirm that, so that's why I changed it here, but if we have the power to change it, I'm not sure if we do or not. No, got to repost it. Yeah, no. So does this mean we're going to have to? Well, Unless we can put it to the call this year and they can file something to amend it. This was sent up to me. Yeah, I stamped it when it got to me. It's too bad. Because yeah. I thought this it should was changed. Well, it was changed yeah. on my copy. Well, this is sorry that I got from figuring out the typographical. Uh, there may have That's been an error. There's definitely an error on the application, so we're trying to figure out what we can do to remedy it. 
we were in. Thought this one was going to be easy. Time is not yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you're, you're right. You're right, counselor. I mean, that's helpful versus if something is going to change. Yeah, right. Somebody, yeah. Right. Right. Time was of the essence. Yeah. I mean, that's the same stamp on it. One of them has like ten on it. It was crossed out. When we have it crossed out. This is what went to the planning board, though. Yeah. Then there's an, uh, it looks like a signature. Oh, a JMR. Council Lopez, did you see that? Yeah, but then it's a two res A. Two residential A. It's still wrong. A residence B. Two. Two res B, not to res A, is what you're intending to do. This is the res A. This is the wrong part. Oh, I think you, oh, yeah. But up so, here so is voted down, correct? But up here is what about over here? Do you see this? Yeah, but this is wrong. So we'd all have to mirror that. Exactly. Oh yeah, that's not good. If he would have crossed that out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, so we still have a staff over here. Wrong. Okay. Well, I guess the well we'll have to see what council recommends. If it's Uh, advertised. Oh, no. oh, it looks like it was intended to be corrected. And but it was advertised as A. But it just looks like Item. So is there any way we can do something so that they don't have to put a whole new application or do we have to make them do a whole new application? <laughs> There's no opposition to this, so I'm trying to make this as smooth as possible here. Legal question. I know. I mean, yeah, I, had, I, I don't know. I had no... Probably. Yeah. My copy is different than what I have time to post it. October, well, October 25th, I think, is the next zoning yeah. meeting. I look Can I see your copy link? Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's the 25th. Excuse me. Yeah. So, uh, 27th. Oh, down here. Yeah, yeah the 25th. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it doesn't say what we're changing, well, we're changing it to. It, so they're both right. Scribner's error? So if that's the one well, I mean, unless you read the narrative below, which is eliminating a small portion of paper the like that, overlapping and causing a split zone on the site. Mm -hmm. On this part here. Probably, I think the safest bet would be to put it to the next. Well, the chair. Give it to the next meeting, but we'll see. Vote it down, then. 
they can withdraw. October, continue to the And then they can withdraw the application. What have we done? That's what we just extended. And then the time to go back and change the right. Yeah, but it was their application. But I think what happened here is we can continue it. Draw. We got one more to go. We apply because no, we allow them to is, withdraw it. Yeah, but they they withdrew. That's the only so way they withdrew. There'll now. be a big deal about that too. The council no. because they pulled. We can't because the application. The river mills thing. No, we heard it the right way because I interpreted that you thought that was. Very Butters notice again if it's board get butters. Our field, right? So the question for just uh, for Jason is whether or not he can tolerate the fees of the uh, what is it? Fifty for us plus the cost of the ad, and he owes us two hundred. I advertised I it correctly, but the. You advertised it correctly. I advertised it correctly. Yeah. You advertised it correctly, but you paid. Oh, Eleven. Considered the correct zone change request. All residential features. They're not that. Oh, the chairs are more comfortable than you. The paperwork was wrong. So we interpreted the application. Where the hell is the adjustment? Read the adjustment. I got it. Oh, I got it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I lost. But they didn't write it that way. So technically, interpreted incorrectly. The correct version based on the application. So the planning board actually saw something that was wrongly interpreted. Left side. 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 Left side, that's what I'm doing. I got a lever. But technically, the other side I have. Because the application was wrong. Even though he knew oh, the proper one. But the advertising was right. Correct. Oh, okay, so I don't think that's the back of planning. I, I put it like this, though. So I was going to fall asleep. You want to that's where this is now. I mean, I guess the question the is, I'll it yeah, out. if you can amend it, advertise. Well, I think there's a typo on our something. Oh, yeah. And do something on the floor that I have. But, all right, why don't we, uh, my suggestion is, can you amend it and I'll figure it out. Motion to continue item number three for 60 days. 
Do we have to have an exact date of, of meeting? What's two, 60 days? October, uh, October 25th. No, that's 30 days. What's the 60 days to give them time? Oh, boy. I just want to give them time. But now we have to see when the November meeting would be. Oh. Attorney Riley, do you think 30 days will be enough, or do you need more time? 60, right? With a plan, at least? Okay, so then just to October, what was it, 23rd? October 25th. Okay, so motion to uh, move this to the October 25th meeting here in City Hall, fourth floor, at 6.30 p.m. City Hall is at 274 Front Street. We're continuing it. Yep, 1025. Get out of here by 10. So motion to continue. 1025. 1025 at night. Mr. Reed, on Zoom, as we're signing this and the chairman drafts this, so there's an error in the application. Um, you forgot to change, you had crossed out the first one and changed it from busy to recipe, but did not do so for the second part. So this was the application itself was to res a which is not what was intended um so it needs it, we're not sure exactly how it can be rectified the city attorney is going to work on figuring out a solution it may need to be withdrawn and reapplied or there may be some other avenue that we can go about this uh, but to give time to figure that out we're going to continue it because if we don't continue it the only thing we could do is deny it and denying it would cause for you to not be able to reapply for two years and we don't want to do that we're not we, we don't want to deny this so it's continued until october 25th you have to send in a request for a continuance via email so you can send that to agnes or carla in city in the city council office um, and you have to do that before our october 3rd meeting so i recommend that tomorrow morning First thing in the morning, you just send an email, very simple to Carla or Agnes, and just say, I would like item, the item discussed at last night's zoning committee meeting, talk about what the item is, to be continued to, for 30 days to this October 25th meeting at 6.30 p.m. If you have questions about what the email needs to say, please feel free to call the city council office. And please make sure that the date of the next meeting, you have to be specific as to the date. Which is October 25th. But again, before you hit send on that email, feel free to call the city council office tomorrow. Very good. Will do. Thank you so much. Okay. So the motion is continued to October 25th, 2023 at City Hall Council Chambers at 630 zoning meeting at 274 Fred Street. All right. And I'm going to second that. And Agnes, can you please uh, call the roll? Ballack here? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zigarowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. So you know Wait. Almost done, guys. Okay, so the motion is to continue to October 25th, 2023 at City Hall Council Chambers at 6.30, zoning meeting at 274 Front Street, and this will go before the full um, council meeting. And October 3rd, Tuesday. All right, thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. Right, right. 
So, Mr. Chairman, what did you say that it was going to go to the October 3rd meeting? Yeah, we have to vote on the October 3rd meeting to extend it. You'll vote on it, but, but I'm, but my motion. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah, my mistake. No, no, that's okay. I know there's, there's a lot of moving pieces. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see. The next one's easy. Easy. I, I hope. It is. It's a withdrawal. Okay. Because they took away the structure. It should be easy. Let's go. Right. right. No talking, Ziggy. Right. Okay. Item number four. Special permit application under Chapter 275, Section 30, Subsection B, for the purpose of revising uh, the existing dumpster location, uh, adjusting the existing fence, then locating a Connex storage box in the dumpster area located at Seven River Mills Drive. Applicant is David Spada, managing member, One Wildflower Lane, Western Mass. 02493. Uh, I don't believe he's here. And it looks like uh, I'm going to read. Letter. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. We do have it. We do have a letter. Okay. All right. Uh, Mrs. Sarnacki, good morning. Uh, this is David. Can you talk to the mic? Yes. Sorry. This is dated uh, Friday, July 28th, 2023, 11.03 a.m. All right. Uh, Mr. Sunaki, good morning. For the Chicopee City Council Zoning Committee meeting on July 26, 2023, and per guidance received at said meeting on behalf of the owner slash applicant, David Spada, I'm requesting an extension to September. Request needs also be submitted via type of written letter. Please advise on behalf of the provider. Thank you for advance for your time and consideration. And let's see what we have over here. Okay. I think this is this is the one. All right. Okay. Um, yep. Right here. There's this one here. And I think we have uh, another letter as well. So I can read. All the letters that we have. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So here's here's another letter. They're, they're also dated September 25th. So I'm just going to read them into the record. It says, uh, "Good afternoon, Agnes. Well, you may have learned that River Mills Assisted Liver, excuse me, Assisted Living will no longer pursue 30 subsection D that was rescheduled for September 27th." I realize we did not formally inform you by letter. Apologies for the delay. At the onset um, of the city council hearing, River Mills collective team reviewed the viability of alternating the topography in order to meet the fire department's requirements indicated at the hearing. Unfortunately, it's simply not a viable project. Upon that determination, which was roughly two to three weeks after the hearing, our River Mills team commenced arrangements to have the storage trailer in question removed, which was completed by August 31st. Please let me know if there are any questions, and thank you sincerely for all the time, consideration, support that has been provided to you, Lee Proliot, and City Council, and respectfully on behalf of David Spada, owner River Mills. Letter here says, 
this is again dated September 25th. And this is um, a few minutes later, this is 3.29 p.m. The other one that I just read was 3.24 p.m. Good afternoon, Agnes. Please withdraw the application for special permit and close out the file. Uh, Lee was supposed to do that three weeks ago. We removed the storage container from the site. Permit no longer required. Sorry for any confusion. Um, and uh, let's see here. Okay. All right. So um, that's that's it, folks. Appreciate All right. All right. Motion to allow the withdrawal this evening. Okay. And I will second that. Okay. All right. Mr. Chairman, I just want to review just. Special, uh, sorry, um, this is a special permit, right? Okay, so if it's already been advertised, so a petition for a variance or application for a special permit, which has been transmitted to the permit, special permit granting authority, may be withdrawn without prejudice by the petitioner prior to the, prior to the publication of the notice of the public hearing thereon, but may thereafter be withdrawn without prejudice, only with the approval of the special permit or permit granting authority by a majority vote of the full board. I just wanted to point that out. It's a little different than the zoning. It's 275.12. So go right ahead. I just wanted to point that out to the body that you can recommend that it they be given leave to withdraw and then the council can, of course, vote on it. But after, anyways, just for the next time. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Public input. <laughs> the ghost in the room. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, any public input on Zoom regarding um, Seven River Mills Drive? Motion to close public input. Second that motion. Close public input. Okay. Balakir. Yes. Finia Costello. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Sigurowski. Yes. Libri. Yes. There's a motion already on the floor to allow the withdrawal, and you seconded it. Yes. Okay. All right. The motion. Okay, all right. The motion, Ziggy. All right. Okay, Agnes, could you please call the call the roll? Salik here. Yes. Finia Costello. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Zigarowski. Yes. Libri. Yes. And to approve the meeting minutes of August 30th, 2023. Hold on. Yes, yes, we, we did. Yes, hold on. Let me finish this, okay? Let me just finish this so we don't get tied up, okay? Motion to allow the withdrawal. with the old uh, here we go
Craig. Thank you. The motion was to uh, allow the withdrawal of the special permit application regarding Silver River Mills Drive. And uh, the committee voted in favor of it. And this will go before the full city council on Tuesday, <coughs> uh, October 3rd. All right. Okay. We're almost there, guys. Motion to approve the meeting minutes of August 30th, 2023. All right. And I will second that. Motion to approve the minutes of August 30th, 2023. Agnes, can you please call the roll? Balak here. Yes. Penia Costello. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Motion to adjourn. Motion passed. And motion. Motion to adjourn. I'll second that. Can you please call the roll, Agnes? Balakir. Yes. Finia Costello. Lopez. Yes. Zigarowski. Yes. Labrie. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Meeting adjourned. Thank you, guys. Good night. Good night.